Christ, stop. Kill up, rate, and listen. Nice is back with a brand new invention. Something grabs a hold of me tightly. Slow like a harp, daily or nightly. Will it ever stop you? I don't know. To out the lights and I'll go. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vendor. Light up the stage, and I jump like a candle. Dance, go rush a speaker that. Stop killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom deadly. When I hear a dead melody, anything less than the best is a felony. Love it or leave it, you better be away. You better be in Brussels. Don't play. And if there was a problem, so I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Ice, ice, baby. bad interrupting this song. Robert Baratheon's favorite song before he died. You think it was this version from of here to here, from here to there, all black and brown and covered in Shwemo to Zai the Prince podcasting the bipolar rock and roll, the Sultan, the Slits, the God, Father and Gaish. The King of the North. Episode 206 of Pillow Fort Fucking Radio. As always, I'm joined by the first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Kanawha River. The father of the first man. The f- father of the first men. The, <laughs> the, um, the uh, Duke of Discourse. The, <laughs> what was the other the one? The asshole of the Andals. Yes, that too. That's old Chucky Tater Six over there. This is a Game of Thrones flavored episode. Oh, folks. yeah. We're, we're in. We're talking about we're it. so far in. We're talking about it. <laughs> And as always, the world's greatest claw machine operator, weighing in at 192 pounds, the king of the free folk, the honorary thin, <laughs> the antichrist of anarchists. That's old Johnny Rampsacks. <laughs> Johnny Rampsacks. Johnny Rampsacks. Johnny Two Pigs. Johnny, he's got more than two pigs. Oh, yeah. He only fucks two of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, as far as I know, I should say, to my knowledge. Sure. Uh, John Morgan is here. He's queer. Get used to it. And uh, we're coming to you on a Tuesday. We usually record on a Saturday or a Sunday, but it's Tuesday this time because mm-hmm. we just could not could not do it at a normal time because you had to work. I didn't care. Nobody cares. I hate it. I want to kill myself. I love it. I don't want to kill myself. It goes back and forth. Sure. I like this song a lot, though. Yeah, it is. Get back into it. Tremendous. What a day. What a time to be alive, huh? Now, kids, we, you want to save Thrones talk until uh, until favorite things? Or is yeah, that, we can do that whole podcast. That umbrage talk. Is that Umbridge? Do you have any Umbridge with Thrones? No. None whatsoever. That was a big sign. What, what, what would you be your Umbridge with this week's episode? Like... Just like little nitpicky things, the same umbrage I had with season seven, little bits and pieces of season seven, where it's obviously no longer from the books. 
it's obviously different people writing it because the characters are going out of character a little bit in certain ways. In what way? Like, I think Samuel Tarley, I don't think that he would have um, been such a little bitch about the way Daenerys, uh, you know, did, did her Daenerys shit to his family. I think that he... I think he would have been very upset, but I don't think that he would have gone to John and be like, you irritate my family. It's just not cool, bro. I don't think he would have done Well, that. he was going to have to tell him at some point. Then, Actually, not to disagree with you, but having read it, that's fairly in character. He's, he's, Sam is non-confrontational. And he's, He's not like he, he considers himself a coward, and he really isn't. I but, mean, but he's so loyal to Jon Snow, and if Jon Snow sure. says Daenerys is the queen, mm-hmm. he's gonna he's gonna swallow that bullet and be like, "Well, he loved his brother, hated, yeah, but he, his, hated his father." But that's that another thing. When when she told him the way he acted that out, when she when she said that, uh, you know, when she first she told him that she executed mm-hmm. his father, he was like all whimpering, and she, he he should have just kind of I don't. I didn't. I didn't buy the response. I would. I would have thought he would have been like, like what just fucking happened? He just got exiled from his family and stole his father's sword. Mm-hmm. To hear that his father, to hear that his father had been executed probably would have been more like, kind of a you know a head nod and a frown and kind of like it would have been a lot to take in. But I don't think he. It wouldn't have been whimpering in the way that he whimpered. Just little things like that. I thought he really started whimpering when he told him his brother. He did, but he also whimpered. But he. But he. But he whimpered. For the dad, too, in a way that I thought was... It's still his father. I mean, he, even though all the stuff, you know, that happened, it, it's still it's still his father. And, you know, and, but Randall Tarley was, I mean, he was that guy That guy in the book, uh, in the show, fairly conveys what Randall Tarley is in the book. He is a fucking cunt. I mean, there she is, shouldn't have told him. <laughs> she should, like, yes, she should have. I mean, like, not that, that smugly. Was the honor, it wasn't smug. <laughs> it she did, smug she didn't like she telling She seems him. smug to me. She is smug a bit. <laughs> She's got two full-grown full dragons. And God all, knows I love her. And all, She's hot as the fucking sun. And that fucking outfit. Oh, my God. Smoke, that fucking white rope and the show. braids. Could not look better. My God. With, the, with the, the shoulder. Oh, man. I don't know. The war- I, I think she's pretty, of course. But. I like the wardrobe. That, you're probably more in line with uh, one of the chicks from the from bronze scene. They're probably more your 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 kind. The one that just climbs the, on the top. Yeah, 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 like the, with the super fair skin yeah. and the booty. Yeah, yeah she was. She's yeah. A, she was but I love outfit. that though. He's like that poor girl be be dead of the pox. <laughs> Which <somewhere>. one? <laughs> Which girl? Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, goddamn it! I love that they uh, made uh, Cersei relatable. I was told there would be elephants, and like, (laughs) she's like, she's like disappointed. Like she mentions it twice. I wanted those elephants. (laughs) Well, I think they had to stress that because in the show, in the book, they, uh, the Golden Company, which they don't land. See here, okay. If if I may, let me point out. Do what you need to do, girlfriend. Point out some differences. Play the uh, theme song while you do it. (laughs) Of course, you want me to play the theme song while you do it. Oh, by the way, the main titles being so much different. Oh yeah, fucking the, the broken awesome. wall. I went no. Yeah, no. no. Going inside, fucking in the throne room and King's Landing and all that shit coming up. But anyway, um, here's the difference. Cersei in the book does not hire the Golden Company. The Golden Company comes over with Varys, John Connington, Illyrio Mapatis, and this kid who they say is Aegon Targaryen, who was the Aegon killed during the sack of King's Landing when he was a baby. <sighs> 
they're going to be used by them to try to take the throne because they don't trust anybody. They don't think that they're they're aware of Daenerys. But here's here's the rub: Varys in the in the show will likely be a Targaryen. I'm I'm, I'm going to bet you dollars to donuts. Varys has met Penfield. Yes. Okay. There's that. We've established in, that in the book. Is he's he is a Blackfire. The Blackfires were the were a bastard line of the Targaryens, and they're called that because one of the kings of the Targaryens, there was a Valyrian steel, steel sword called Blackfire, and instead of handing it to the rightful heir, he handed it to his bastard son because he knew he was more fit to rule, and actually he was more fit to rule. It still didn't change the fact that that was a shitty thing to do, and created a civil war, which which was the Dance of Dragons, where you had dragons fighting each other and killing each other, all the dragon lords fighting each other. Oh, the Targaryen dragon lords. All the other dragon lords are dead when Valyria got destroyed anyway. But anyway, um, so my theory is, and I and, and nothing I've read dissuades me of this notion, is that uh, Varys is a Blackfire. He's a eunuch because there was a Blackfire leading... Uh, named Bittersteel. And the Targaryens were never stingy with their cock. You know what I mean? So he probably fucked some whore or fucked some other, or fucked some other woman and got Varys on her. Well, power in Kingsblood, remember that? They found out who he was, cut his ball off and fed it to a thing for, for, a, for a magic spell that actually worked. Because he said when his man parts burned, he heard a voice. And he said that voice haunts him still to this day. So... He vowed that he would take that throne back and bring peace to Westeros because it was kind of his duty. You know what I mean? Varys is not a bad person, even though he's been behind some bad shit. He's very sneaky. Well, of course he has to be. I mean, I love when he says, he said, do you, when you look at me, do you see a warrior? He didn't have to to keep the magician that cut his dick off in a box for 60 years or 30 years or whatever. No, he, didn't, no, he had just found him. <clears throat> he didn't keep him in there for that long. He had just found him. He had just found Yes, him. and had him okay. shipped across the narrow sea. Okay, for some reason, I to thought, exact I thought some that he was like keeping him alive in a box. <laughs> no, to exact... Although I would understand. To, <laughs> yeah, to exact some revenge is what he was doing. That's one of the best scenes in the whole show when he's by him himself with those soft hands opening that fucking thing and says, oh, how you doing? I was just like, <laughs> oh, fuck. This guy is so fucked. But anyway, um, Varys is one of my favorite characters because he's so... Everything's for the greater good. He is one of the only characters on that show who has pure motivations. He's he's not lying when he says, "Who are you doing this for?" The realm. Somebody has to, and he's actually say, and he's actually doing that. I mean, well, there's, so. a, there's a scene in season seven, I think, too, where he's like, "I my my motivation when he's talking to Daenerys, she's like, I, th- I think I remember you trying to kill, you know, sending m- m- spies to try to kill me when you were working for." Robert Baratheon, he's like, he's like, my my allegiance is to the people, right? Because I I came from nothing. I came from fucking, you know, the shittiest of shits. That's true, and that also falls back into this kid that they found. He's not he's not a Blackfire or a Targaryen. He's a kid who probably had Valyrian blood in him. This is in the book, by the way, and um, and just looked enough like a Targaryen that they could 
get him to be a good king. So they actually put him through hardship and stuff because he, so he would be a good person. And they go in that in depth. He said he has he he's been fearful. He's been hungry. He's ran for his life. He's mended nets on fishing boats. He's hunted. He's done all these things for himself. And he's you know what he is? Himself. A good person. He's a good person. Prostituted who will, himself. Well, yeah. To make a to make a good king, and the, and they know that he would be a good. And the kid is a good kid, like, and he's good good at fighting, and he's a good leader, and all kinds of stuff. Why don't I remember this? It's not in the show. Uh, this is what I was talking about: the difference between the Golden Company coming in the show and the Golden Company coming in the book. The Golden Company is not have allegiance to anybody there. Just to John Connington, who's a character that's not even in the show, and Varys and Illyrio Mapatis, you know, who you met in season one. So, he's a guy who sold Daenerys to drugs. Do you think that Tyrion is yes. a Targaryen? Yes. Tyrion is likely the product of a rape of Aerys uh, raping Joanna Lannister. That's one of the reasons Tywin Lannister I thought, hated him. So I bad. thought that they had like a, like it was mutual, like it was a fling. Mm-hmm. What happened was, the story is, is that during the betting, when Tywin and Joanna got married, that Eris took certain liberties. That that's one of the reasons. Prima noctra, basically, yes. And then he he told him. Uh, well, I mean, he'd done that before, so he had an eye for Joanna Lannister, and that's why. Uh, that's why. Daddy Lannister was always like, since I cannot prove that you, that you are not mine. mine. Right. <laughs> I mean, he looks enough like him. He's got the golden hair, but shit. I mean, Joanna Lannister had golden hair, and that is a major recessive trait, the the Targaryen's silver gold hair. So, right. Um, yeah, Tyrion, that's one of the reasons the dragons like him, too, if you notice that. They didn't need him. He came up, can come up and touch him. Because well, for a, some reason, the, tar, the dragons that's another thing, know. There's that scene where he, yeah, where he talks to the dragons, and he's like all he's empathizing like, with the dragons. Yeah, yeah, that's the, a uh, hint. In the basement. Yeah, and in the, sh- and in the book he talks about, he said, he, he goes into a story, he said, um, when he was a kid, he said, I wanted a dragon when I was a kid. He said, when I sat on a dragon, I was as tall as anyone. And then his uncle told him there are no more dragons, and he said, I wet better tears that night. And he... You know, Tyrion is such an awesome character. And Tyrion might end up becoming king because there is another part in the book where Jon Snow sees him walk into the, uh, the Winterfell's Great Hall. The very beginning, man, you know, everything's being laid on the line. And, and George R. R. Martin, I love talking about this, by the way. George R. R. Martin said it. He said, all the clues to the end of the books are in that, are in the beginning of the book. So, Jon Snow sees him walking in and he says, for a second, Tyrion Lannister stood as tall as a king. Because his shadow was tall, Tyrion yeah. Tyrion could be king, you know, and that that would be the the happy feel good ending that I'm not, and expecting. also satisfying. Tyrion also loved the stories of Pate the Pig Boy, which is like a a series of tales they tell around Westeros, where by the end Pate this boy has ended up being king, or or you know through no guile or anything of his own, just being. Through sheer dumb luck, just winning out, you know. Just Forrest so, Gump's his way. Yeah, yes. So he says he. Those are his favorite stories. So they're basically nodding to the fact that yes, Tyrion could very well indeed be king, and he would be a good king. I mean, he's he's tough enough, and he's brilliant, and he's also compassionate. You know, a trait that. All the other Lannisters lack. Well, Jamie, Jamie's compassionate too, yeah. it, despite the fact he pushed fucking Bran out the fucking window. No, definitely not. <laughs> I think he's always been compassionate. It's just you know selective compassion, yeah, selective empathy. That sweet sister pussy gets a hold of your brain. Well, he was. That's the thing. He was completely, he loved, completely he, in love with Cersei. He's very compassionate for that. Yes. For Cersei protecting his family. 
And I've, I got into a debate with somebody about who's going to be the one to do in Circe. And I said it's going to be Jamie. The reason being is that Maggie the Frog, which the woman that she went to in the one part where she read her the witch read that, her fortune, yeah. the witch that said that she the, the that said that she was going to have th- Robert three. had twenty kids and she had three. Yeah, man, Robert got around. But anyway, um, you got to chuck dick, man. <laughs> Especially that dude, man. He was he was knocking it out. But um, she says that the Volonkar will will kill you. Volonkar is Valerian for little brother. She thinks it's Tyrion because he's the youngest. But in their birth, Cersei was first. Jamie was grabbing onto her heel. He's second born. So that's a little brother, too. So. Oh. It's evil shit. Yeah, it is. I love it. Uh, I love that. I love the fact that she was an imperious, shitty little girl and that fucking. And that, that witch had no power over her except her to tell her the truth. And she's just like, yeah, that's that's what's going down, you know. So fuck you. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So you said the bedding ceremony um, with Lannister and Targaryen, Aris, where where Tyrion may have been. Uh, no, I didn't say Tyrion. I, I I intimated that at first, but it's not. Tyrion was not, not conceived. He's not then. the he's not the firstborn. No, 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 he was not conceived then. But what I was trying to say is that Aris had an eye for Joanna Lannister. Yeah, so it might have been consensual. We don't know. It might have been. That's what, I've read some theory. Yeah, sure. I mean, it, it could very well have been consensual. Where they Aris had, they was had, like, handsome. They had that kind point. of a secret yes. thing. Targaryens are all good looking. Yeah, and they say Aris in his youth, especially was. Uh, sorry, man. I was getting a leg cramp. Was um, you were doing some gay stuff to my foot just now? I was with my sock off. No, no less. Um, but no. They say Eris before something happened to him. They don't know what really happened. A lot of people think it might be Bran that tipped him into madness because that's what had to happen. He was a good king at first. He was compassionate. He was charming. He was like the new birth of the Targaryen dynasty. And then for some reason when he just snapped and they don't know what happened. And he just started burning people and flipping out and growing his hair long and his fingernails all kinds of it went up full Howard Hughes, you know, and nobody knows what the fuck happened. As opposed to Howard Huge. Yeah, the uh, giant dog yeah, in those terrible cartoons. Yeah. You mean great cartoons. You mean you know, the knockoff great. Clifford. <laughs> Clifford, the big red dog. But um the other things are going down. I put a big post about Sir Barristan up on uh, Facebook because I love that character, and, and I hated the fact they killed him off like that. That's what I'm saying. That's the difference between the book mm-hmm. and the show is that these, there are these little things that George R.R. R. Martin never would have done, at least not in the way. You know what I mean? Sure, but that was a – he I'm had not become a real big – Sure, I know. I like, I like the fact that George R.R. R. Martin – fucking dropped the ball and didn't finish his book so now we've got these modern show writing people to finish it off and make it pop have you read them <laughs> have you read them no i haven't read the book they're fucking enormous it is so many characters i'm intimidated just reading it you know as a person who wants to be a writer i can't even imagine you know i don't think i would take six years to write the fucking thing is it too much should it have been edited down that's a matter of opinion. I mean, he brought in in the in the Dance with Dragons, which is the last one, which I now was eight years ago when I bought that book. I bought it at Walmart, first fucking printing, um, hardcover. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, fucking hardcover. But anyway, uh, he had brought in more POV characters. He had brought in 
a, a, a prince of um, Dorne who was going to try to marry Daenerys, and um, then he brought in. Uh, you know, Sir Barristan was became a point of view character because Daenerys had flown off in the in the last part of the last book. You know, the only thing I didn't like is that there's a, a that fight between Kraz, this this uh, gladiator, and fucking Sir Barristan. Sir Barristan just fucking takes his ass apart. He's an old man. The guy's twice his size and half his age, and Sir Barristan is just. At the beginning, just getting his measure. He's like, yeah, he's fast, but he's but they do come smarter. And he's you know like, and he's like moving out of the way, and he lets he checks him with his armor, and like, and it's making the guy so angry. He's like, that would have chopped your arm off if you had the don't have that armor. He said, but I do, and he just keeps. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing about armor, yeah, and then he and then he on purpose checks another with his armor. I mean, he could have blocked it or parried it if he wanted to. He's just trying to get the fight over and done with in the least amount of time. So and then he fucking slices the guy's guts out and sticks him through the fucking heart and bows to his corpse, wipes his blade off, sheaths it, and walks through the fucking door. The most pimp thing, he is Captain America of Westeros. I mean, he's just that he's that fucking bad, you know. I said uh, he could have in in that scene where he said I can cut through you five like a cake, he was not exaggerating. In his in his uh in his even then when his powers were declining, he could have taken the Hound, the Mountain, the Jamie hound. Lannister, the Mountain, Ober and Martell, the Mountain all at once. No, I mean not, not the, all at once, not but a triple threat match. No, no, a five way threat. He could, he probably take, could take three of them. A quintuple threat match. I, I bet you he could take three of them, not all of them, but although and Ober and Martell and Jamie Lannister, I mean, he, he could have beaten all of them without breaking a sweat. I mean, even Braun admits that the Mountain is like, eh, not really worth the risk. Well, the Mountain was he's. That's what he's talking about. He's like, what did he say? Is that uh, that man is, uh, he's like, he's freakish big and freakish strong and faster than you think he is. You know, yeah. the, the hound is, the mountain was no chump. He's not, he wasn't an idiot. He was just cruel and big and nasty. I mean, he, he's a bad human being. The hound is actually a kind of a good guy. He was a nice kid. It took a while to get there to him, but now he's like one of my favorite guys. I love him. I love that fucking scene with him and Arya. Yeah. They don't say one nice thing to each other. It's so awesome. And just keep walking. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting him to give her a hug almost. That would no, be his I, No, that would have been then so been, bad. No, because, I was expecting no, it because too. if you watch season four or whatever it is, like he really started to warm up to her. Like he really started to like dig, right, right, dig how fucking dark and bad she was. He was like, man, <laughs> I like this girl. This fucking chick, yeah. mean. I stabbed love that one guy. He's like, and that's he, how you do it. And he, he was, he was like a mentor to her. Like they don't, you know what I mean? She don't, she won't acknowledge it There's because right. she sees it. But, but he totally taught her how to be a badass. Right. Well, yeah, her and Brienne, like she's had two of the best teachers. And then she goes to the faceless men. She's got to be the baddest bitch on the planet. Yeah, there's there, not a better bitch. There, but there's a theory that that's not even Arya. Like, there's a theory that oh that's the God. wife. Oh Jesus Christ! That girl that tried to kill her. My dick will fall off if that happens. I think a lot of people will be furious. But it it'd is, be awesome. But it is a possibility. That is, that'd be awesome though. But be such a swerve. Bravos the, over in Bravos and, and places like that, they are aware of what's going on in Westeros. Like they have the internet. Well, they have the the ravens and word of mouth and all that shit. Yeah, don't think that story isn't traveling all over the place. Did you hear? There's a fucking army of dead people coming. <laughs> Can you see that in a, in a tavern sitting there and fucking Bravo? Ah, <laughs> oh, bring them on! <laughs> oh, see, they got it over there, in, fuckers. In, in season four, it was in the National Enquirer, and now it's gone <laughs> CNN. Um, the the best scene with Arya in in the Hound, without a doubt, is when he tells that guy to get him a chicken. 
and tells him to shut his cunt mouth, right? He's had to eat every chicken in this place. He's like, you're going to die over some chickens. Somebody is. And he gets up and knocks that fucking table over <laughs> and just commences to go into fucking work. I mean, just... So what is that song? I go to work. <laughs> I'm going to play it right now because it's so fucking good. But uh, yeah, fucking uh, the Hound is one of my favorite guys. Yeah, I love him. Just everything he says is hilarious. There's there's no wasted. Mo- there's not not. It's a all wasted it's moment. all economy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's, he's not just like he's not just like the the mountain like this dark badass. Like there's sorrow in him. There are tones of sorrow and empathy in his sure. in his character that are like really relatable. And he's a drunk as well. Yeah, like yeah. they didn't stress that enough. Hey, that fuck water, bring me bring wine. me wine. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody who runs, I'll rape your fucking corpse. <laughs> <laughs> they chops that dude in half, like literally. Cool Mo D, I got to oh, work. God, Cool Mo D. And he kind of gets into religion a little bit because that guy saves him. Yeah, uh, Beric Dendarian, who. The I got it. Re- guy? I got it reversed. Yeah, the Deadwood guy. Thoris of Mir was, had died north of the Wall, but Beric Dondarrion lived. And um, I, when Tormund came on the screen, I've never been happier. I was like, "Oh he, yes, he made it! I know." I was like, "Oh huzzah!" <laughs> yeah, that character. Oh yeah, in the, in the book, he's a great character because they left it open, didn't they? Yeah, because the I thought he, I, I thought for sure he was dead. But like, I, my internet went off halfway through the episode, and I had, didn't get to watch it till Monday. So I, I, I started the whole thing again, watched the whole thing again, and then when it shows torment, I'm like, "Yes, yes, he will likely not make it." I'm trying. I'm now. I'm laying odds on who's not going to make it. It's people without story commitment. Him, him and Brianna Tarth have to do it though right I wish you would, I, I wish you would warm up to him she does not like him I know but it's awesome I mean she's like he's like uh, yeah <laughs> I love that picture where she's like looking at him and he's like <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, was the caption I've seen the when you fart and you wait for your friends to smell it yeah <laughs> like, or the the one where it shows uh, Gwendolyn Christie's as, as a model and she's in all these pictures it's like the, the Vince you McMahon handle me at the- and he's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like passing out at the end. Um, Gwendolyn Christie's a really good looking woman when she's all made up. Seven foot four, two hundred eighty six pounds. Well, she is a big girl, but she's not that. Big. No, definitely not. <laughs> in the book, she's not pretty at all. Oh, really? Brienne, they call her Brienne the Beauty in a mocking tone. Oh. Her hair is bad. She's got like really coarse features, really big lips, and you know she's just she's not good looking. But she is tough. But that's one thing. I don't mind that they did it, but even in the book, compared to the show, there's no way Brienne of Tarth is going to beat the Hound in single combat. That's not going to happen. The Hound is one of the deadliest fighters in the realm. It's sort of like even he, sick. He would be. Did she uh, cheat or anything to win? Because like you no. know Hulk Hogan, how anytime you beat him, you have to cheat. Well, yeah, you can, with the fake referee or how, however you want to do it. Or he's got to oversell everything. <laughs> <laughs> You can't beat him clean. No. You're not putting the Hulkster's shoulders on the mat for a one, two, three clean. God, that's terrible. I'm pretty, sure, I'm, actually, I'm pretty sure the Hound cheated a couple times. Not cheated because it's a fight, but didn't he like, how did that go? It was I a dirty was, fight. Was, I thought it was pretty straight. Actually. It was a dirty fight. Like well, he, he, punched, her. he punched her in the twat. Well, yeah. Uh, did he throw something in her face, dirt in her face or something? I don't know. I just remember it being a dirty fight. It was just, well, he was messed up. Like he had... She uh, Arya was going to dump boiling wine on him to get his infection to go down, and he was he was dying at that point. Oh, he was hurt, wasn't he? He was hurt bad from that from getting bit or something. Well, it was from uh, it was from the sword fight in the uh, in the inn. Right, right, right. So, um, 
I, I, there's one part they didn't put in from the book that I loved is that there was a guy that the mountain had called the tickler and he was actually in the show and they call him the tickler because he just tortured everybody. He tortured infants. I mean, they, huh. it was nuts. Like, and his favorite that thing was on Arya's list. Yes. The hound, the tickler, you know, all those people. Well, in the book, he's in that bar with them, with those guys in that inn, And he, uh, he asked the same questions, the same five questions. Over and over and over. Doesn't matter what the answers are. If you give him the opposite answer, he get tortured the last person for. He's still going to torture you. That's just what he does. You yeah. Know? But anyway, Arya gets behind him, and after the Hound has dispatched five men, she comes up behind him with her dagger and just like and starts stabbing him in the back, asking him those questions. You know, fuck. <laughs> it's, it's fucking awesome. It's one of those stand up and cheer moments when you're reading a fucking book. You're like, yeah, fuck that guy. You know. And uh, the Hound actually, the way he finishes the fight in the book. It's like they've they've worked together and they've got him back in the corner, but there's a bench sitting there and they're like walking around it. You know, they're not thinking of three dimensional chess. He kicks it and hits them all in the shins, and then when they go ah, he, that's when he cuts. He just starts cutting them up. I mean, he's the Hound is a is a really really good fighter. I mean, he's I had a debate. I don't know if Braun would have been able to take him take him in that bar right before the siege of the Blackwater Bay. That that's a rough one. That's a yeah. debate. Who would win that fight? Uh, the Hound was probably every bit as fast as Braun is. Probably not as clever, but maybe his strength and ferocity would carry the day. You know, who knows? So, um, Westeros Fight Club. Who would win? You know, it's that's that's <laughs> yeah. always a good debate. You know, well, who's the best right now? The best living. In the show, in the show right now, who's the best? Hand to hand, have sword to sword, whatever. Probably the maybe the because the mountains a mutant right now. We don't even we haven't even seen. What you he can't can, count him. Because we can't of that. see. We can't see what we haven't even seen what he can do. Right, but you can't count him because of that. He's not a human That's, anymore. Exactly. If you want to talk to people who are actually people, John's up there. John's good. Ari is good. I don't know if John's that good. John is really good. They don't stress that enough in the show that how good he actually. No, is. he is, but but that's not. I don't know. Like he's 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 in the running, but I don't think he's number one. Um, the Hound is up there. Brienne's up there. Um, Braun, Braun. At this point, I would say Braun because Jamie Jamie is not he's not half what he was. No, he's not shit. But actually, he's not bad now. Like if they if he's if he's he said not, he fought a Dothraki, he actually won. He's not in the so, running. No, he, not he, right now. He can't be Jon Snow. He can't be Braun. Pre hand cut off. Yes, one of the probably yeah. the third deadliest, well, second deadliest man in the realm behind Sir Barristan. Can da- can Daenerys be in it? Because she's got dragons and those kind of women. Nah, it doesn't matter. This is this is skills with a sword, sir. Like they spit fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tormund, I would I would put in there as a wild card because you never know what the fuck that guy's going to do. He might he have was, a gun. He, he, he was, might have a gun. <laughs> he was fighting the small. I John. was just fucking around and I built a gun. I'm going with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> I fucked a bear. <laughs> um, <laughs> He was fighting the small John in the Battle of the Bastards. That's who he's fighting. The guy, the great big guy who the the wolf bit off his fingers, is the great John. His son is the small John, Umber. Um, that's who Tormund was fighting, and they're headbutting each other and all that shit. And Tormund just goes crazy and reaches out ah and, and bites his fucking neck. You know what I mean? And then stabs him. Tormund can do that shit. Like he's he's that ferocious. You know. Is he a, that skilled of a combatant? Probably not. Like, he's not been trained formally. 
He's not, you know, yeah. all that stuff. But he is a, a really ferocious fighter. So he's up there. That's such that's such a great debate. I mean, Arya's almost up there. I said Arya's in the running. She's yeah. she's really because she's still getting better. She's a fucking faceless she ha- man. She hasn't even peaked yet. The faceless men, you know, the faceless men never fail. That's what I'm saying. It's they, like it's like, <laughs> it's like when when she meets Jon Snow and and she's like, uh, you know, she still has needle or whatever. He's mm-hmm. like, have, have you used it? She's like once, once or, or twice. twice. Yeah, like, I could fucking beat you. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was thinking at that point. I was like, I bet Arya. Yeah, could beat Arya John. could beat Jon in a fight. And, the, and that scene, if they got into it, right, Arya would win. Um. She has that Valyrian steel dagger too. What did she have? I don't know. I don't know yet. It's looks like some sort of a projectile, right? Yeah, it looks like a bazooka. Looks like she made plans for a bazooka. I wanted it to be a tank, like a, big obsidian, <laughs> a big obsidian tank. She comes walking with the thing on. <laughs> yeah, a fucking like, dragon yeah! glass tank. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. It just, like the the fight happens. In apropos of three. nothing. Yeah, episode, of the rest, nothing. The, the last three episodes are just them like. Hashing it out, who's going to be the king? <laughs> I mean, well, she built a tank. My claim she is better. Tank. Yeah, <laughs> she named it a tank. Well, that's an interesting conversation. Whose throne is it actually? Because Daenerys and John both have a pretty good claim. Daenerys is a direct descendant of the king. She's the king's daughter. However, the king was dead, and Rhaegar was next in line. He's the heir apparent. So. If he was king and things had gone down the way they should have, John's king. Eris did not die. Eris was dead, but I don't know if he died before. It, it would depend who died first. If Eris died before Rhaegar, then John's, John's king. king. If Eris, if Rhaegar died before Eris, Daenerys is king. I don't think there's I mean, going to be any debate that John is the rightful king. The question is going to be. Whether Daenerys accepts that or not, because well, that's her entire true. life exactly. and the entire plot has been built on, I'm fucking taking the kingdom's hell or high water. But I'm saying that's what the show's going to get into is who has the claim. If uh, it, here's, claim what I, is here, here's what I think. I, I kind of envision this happen. I envision so they're in love right now, Daenerys and John. They're going to have a falling out. Yeah, it's going to get ugly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's getting ready to happen since he knows that he's Daenerys is going to wind up. Killing herself to save John, even though they're enemies or something like that. Mm-hmm. She's going to wind up martyring herself and becoming the baby Jesus that she's always been meant to be. It's right. going to be some like tragic, beautiful Daenerys is the is the baby Jesus of the whole story. Maybe a dragon dragon. She's going to fight with the Night King. Yeah, like like John's losing the the fight and she's out and she's like doing something else and then like she like swoops in and fucking kills the night king and dies in the process and that and then john's able to she does a kamikaze thing become yeah. king or win or whatever that's actually a fair it's a fair chance that's that my, could happen i haven't researched this or anything i didn't get this off youtube it's just something i think <clears throat> um i think john and daenerys both will die i, th- I think i, I think, think so they're going to be all three locked together i think so too the, but at some point there's going to be this reckoning where daenerys is the baby jesus Mm-hmm. And she sacrifices herself. Yeah, I think at the end, the uh, top of the heap will be Tyrion. Tyrion will end up being king. My call. But the guy who doesn't want to be king, who never wanted it in the first place, doesn't he have to win? Who, John? John, he never wanted it in the first place. He said place. he didn't want to be king. He didn't he did. know, he didn't know, know who he was. He said it repeatedly. He, he, said, uh, he, said, he said he didn't want to be king in the north. There's a far yeah. different. There's a big difference between King of the North and King of the fucking Seven. Yeah, when one is undesirable to him, and the other one's even more undesirable to him. 
I can't imagine wanting more responsibility if you don't want just Winterfell. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. That's a matter of debate, I suppose. It's like I don't want to be I don't want to be president, but I would be dictator. You know, it kind of doesn't make I don't know. Like uh I like that Lady Mormont that was shine again. That was this, a, this is a shit like look I looks love like that look on Sour her Patch face. Kid. She's like, Yeah, King of the North. What are you? Just <laughs> and everybody's like <laughs> like she should be saying this. Lady Mormont don't give a fuck. Lady Mormont is well, I mean, none of the Mormonts. The Mormonts are I didn't I don't like that they didn't have a a meeting between her and Jorah. That's her uncle. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that uh No, they haven't yet. There's going to be something like she's going to say something mean to him because he was excommunicated from the family. Yes, that, but she's going to say something about that. She's she's going. Don't think she won't. Hopefully, she calls him a cunt. I just want to hear that little girl say cunt. Yeah, that would be. Awesome. <laughs> um, I love that. It was a season seven where that she's just like they're trying to give her platitudes, and Sansa says, "You're named for Aunt Lyanna. She was a great beauty. I'm sure you will be. I'm not. My mother wasn't a great beauty or any kind of beauty at all. She was a warrior, and she's absolutely right. Like all the Mormont women are ugly, but they're all like." Like I was talking about, that's the stuff that's not in the show. Like her mom and her older sister, Daisy, were at the Red Wedding. Daisy got an axe planted in her stomach when she was asking a guy to dance. Because she was like one of these girls, she's awkward and tall and, and, and strong until she started to fight. And then she was, you know, it just came to her naturally and she was tough. In a dress, she was like really awkward and she was... She was having fun dancing and drinking and say she was laughing. And it was from Catalan points of view and said she's really pretty, you know, when she smiles and laughs and all that stuff. She's just so, so awkward because she's not really a lady. And then she's asking this other guy to dance and he like says no. And then all of a sudden it just goes to hell. That's when the red wedding starts. She gets an axe planted in her stomach. The musicians turn out to be crossbow men, get up and start fucking killing everybody. Um, Bruce Bolton is actually not in the book. He he didn't kill. He didn't. He he didn't. He's not the one who did the coup de gras. That was a uh, Black Walter Frey. Um, <laughs> one of the funniest parts is uh, the, they wanted to take the Great John out of it because he's too big and too strong, and they didn't know what to do with him. So they had one of the Freys just drink with him, go drink for drinks, so they'd get him really drunk. <laughs> and it still really didn't make that much of a difference. Like when they were taking him down, one guy didn't didn't have his gorget on for his mail. He reached up with his mouth and ripped his throat out with his teeth Jeez. after he clubbed a guy with a fucking ham. Like he picked a ham up and clubbed a guy with it, <laughs> and it was just going crazy. And he was the only reason they got him down is because he was so drunk. You know what I mean? And he's actually alive. Like they were. They killed his son. Actually, that's a, that's a major story difference. The small John was at the Battle of the Bastards. In the book, the small John died at the Red Wedding and had his head cut off. They killed the. They kept the great John as a bargaining chip and killed his son. So, you know. What else from that episode was awesome? Um, what's the, the Sansa? Just giving the side eye to fucking everybody. And- <laughs> What do Especially Daenerys. Eat anyway? Yeah, she didn't even look at her. What do dragons eat anyway? I love what whatever Daenerys, they want. Yeah, Daenerys's answer was pretty good. Yeah. Was pretty good. <laughs> pretty on point. I love the meeting between Sansa and Tyrion because I think that Sansa liked Tyrion. Yeah, he's impossible not to like. You know, because he is a and good, he never tried to fuck. No, her. and he's a good person. Like, and he, you know, it was just an impossible circumstance. And I think it was a little bit right to be upset that he got left behind. But she diffused it and said, you know, we both survived. You know. And she got raped for her 
for her pains. So I think that she's there's no moral high ground with Sansa. She can go moral, you know, I've been through more shit than you can ever possibly believe. That's why I, I like what Arya said. By the way, I'm sorry I've taken over this whole fucking episode. <laughs> how about, how about, um, you have an encyclopedic knowledge of the thing, though, so. I've read it. From both. How about Cersei uh, getting down with, um, Euron what's, Greyjoy? Oh, what's his name? Pirate guy. Euron. Euron Greyjoy. Yeah. Um, I like him better in the book. Um, he looks like he's from Candleton in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Candleton Greyjoy. <laughs> um, anyway, in the book, he's like really handsome and he's got a, an eye patch that's got a flaming eye on it that unnerves a lot of people. But he's not, I don't think he's even missing an eye. He just wears it just because. He, uh, his, sh- his, his ship, which they actually referenced... On the show is called Silence because everybody's a mute. He has everybody's tongue cut out <laughs> that shit that sails with him. The hull is painted red so it can hide all the blood that's been spilled in the fucking thing. He's a he's he's half insane, but he's a formidable character. You know what I mean? And then they have another uncle named Victorian, uh, Theon and Yara in the in the book. Her name is Asha. Uh, who has gone across an air sea to find Daenerys. He's actually a huge dude. Like, wields a big axe, and, you know, he's a really cool character, but he's not in the show at all. Um, he's definitely a, a fit for Cersei because they're both heartless, soulless, narcissistic pieces of shit. So when they fuck, it's just two people banging into each other who don't have feelings at all. So... Um, it, you know, it's just, uh, I, th- I think it was good. I think that his uh, insecurity about who's better in bed was kind of funny. Yeah. Because, you know, Robert had a dick about this fucking long. And <laughs> because I think that's actually a story in the book that Robert had a huge dick and stuff. And um, and then, you know, she loved Jamie. And, you know, that was made it better that way. But um, I, I thought he, I think, I think he's a good character for the show. Um, I like um, Theon. I liked him. I like his. Episode. I like his redemption. He's even though he shouldn't be redempted, like uh, killing two defenseless kids and burning them. That's that's about as bad as it gets. He yeah, should have. That's another, okay. That, I'll put that as one of my average thing. Okay, it's the, it's the back and forth with Theon, right? Mm-hmm. It's like he a bit, he fucking uh, he fucking tr- is a traitor to the Starks who took care of him and mm-hmm. loved him. And then he goes to his father, and then you know, he, and then he gets tortured, and then he he sal- he like salvages himself by saving Sansa. He mm-hmm. saves Sansa's life. He literally does that. Then, then he abandons he, his fucking sister. Then he goes to his sister, and then he abandons his sister instead of fighting Euron, even though he's a pretty good warrior himself. Mm-hmm. And then he comes back, and then he immediately redeems himself. You know, it's a little bit too back and forth. It is a little bit. I I do a little herky jerky. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's all I'm saying. I still like the show. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, it's, but it's, it's that's where it's like like Art J- it's George R. R. Martin wouldn't have done that. No, no, he he deals fairly in absolutes. So, that's what um, I'm saying about the the nitpicky stuff. It's like I see where it's changing, and I notice. I, I'm doing the accounting. Yeah, and the shit they did that he did to him in the book, it was so bad that his hair. How bad was it? <laughs> it yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> his hair turned permanently white. Oh, like prematurely white. Did he uh, shook and lurch in the church floor? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
Once he, there was this kid. He's missing. God is dick cut off. <laughs> I don't know if he actually did chop his dick off in the book. It really, it didn't really go into that. Um, he emasculates him so much that he can't have sex. But there is a storyline that was not in the show that is in the book. They find a girl, uh, Beth Cassell. Who was uh, Jory Cassell's? Are you all right? Oh, I'm fine. I'm stiff. Uh, niece. And uh, Arya is presumed dead because you know she was presumed dead on the show, you know. Mm-hmm. But in the book, she's still she's presumed dead as well. So she looked enough like Arya that they just say she's Arya, and then they marry her to Ramsay Bolton Snow. And they're on their wedding night. He's getting ready to fuck her. And he sends in Theon first to with his mouth to get her going. It was one of the most evil things I've ever read. Like two unwilling participants and a complete soulless bastard, you know, doing that. There are some people that are just completely soulless. And he has quite a few of them in his book. So yeah. Cersei is soulless. Um, with with the death of her kids, she wasn't. With the death of death of her children, she, she is, is now. She is now soulless. She is now. Um, you're on Greyjoy, completely soulless. Um, Kyburn, oddly enough, not completely soulless. Just really committed to science. Like he just likes to see what's going to happen. You know, with bringing the that bringing the the mountain back to life and all that shit. Is just to him a scientific curiosity and also a magical curiosity because it's not. He's not soulless. He's just fucking twisted as fuck. He's twisted, but he's actually very kind. Like that's the thing. He's. I don't know. Like manipulating children into murdering people. That's not kind. I meant what I meant to say is kind in his way. You know what I mean? Like he's he never does anything strictly for someone else's pain. It's all a necessary thing. He actually that didn't happen in the book either. The 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 what happened is in the book that scene is they recreated something. uh, Something I love that they do. Which guy are we talking about right now? Okay, when they killed Kyburn, uh, Kyburn when he got all the the little kids to kill Grandmaster Pycelle. That doesn't happen in the book. What happens is after Tywin dies. And Cersei is... Is he the hand of the queen right now? That guy? Kind yes. Of, yes. He's like the weird, he's creepy the, guy. He, yeah. he, he walks made, in on very he he Grandfatherly. Made the, made the mountain into a zombie. Yeah. In the book... They should have done that to Jones. He's the pyromancer now. Yeah, he is kind of... But in the book, after that, after Tywin dies, and Cersei's power is broken, um, their uncle, Tywin's brother... Um, what is his name? Trevor, <laughs> Jim, Jim Lannister, <laughs> Jim Lannister, Jim Lannister. Good old uncle. I was going to say I was going to Jim Lannister, PI, but Uncle know. Jimbo. <laughs> fucking um, shitter was full. Jimbo Lannister. <laughs> I can't. But he's he's a he's our uncle, and he's actually um he's a good he's actually kind of a good dude. He's not he doesn't have Tywin's brilliance or uh, ruthlessness. But he's a he's a smart guy. He takes over like he's hand of the king, and it's still a very young um, Tommen because you know the purple wedding is also in the book. So is the purple wedding the the wildfire explosion? No, the purple wedding is where uh, Joffrey chokes to death. Oh, okay, and yes, 
Olena Tyrell is behind it in the book too. Awesome. That that scene where she just totally tells him to fuck off after she drinks that poison is the greatest thing ever. But anyway, um, the Lannister guy, after getting into an argument with Cersei, basically tells her to go fuck herself. She has no more power left. She, he says he says he says go to your room in the Red Keep, and I don't want to see you again. She can't say no because he's the most powerful man in the realm. He's the hand of the king to an eight-year-old kid, you know. So he's walking back to his room, and the window's open, and he's going to talk to uh, Grandmaster Pycelle, who's sitting there, who was waiting on him in there. And the chair turns around, and Pycelle's dead. <laughs> his throat slit, and the reason the window's open is because he shit himself when he died, and the and the stench was so bad. Varys comes walking out of the shadows with a fucking crossbow. The eunuch And he shoots him And he says He says He says This is not personal He said You were a good man You you would be an able ruler And you would take the power Out of Cersei's hands She's a, He basically says She's a lunatic And gonna fuck everything up But that's what he wants to happen Because Cersei's gonna make Such a botch of it That Daener- that them coming back Over the sea With that kid They claim is a Targaryen Will make winning That much easier It's easy to win in chaos Littlefinger said it best Chaos is a ladder So Then Varys's little birds He always talked about Those little kids Come out of the shadows With knives And they stab back out of death After he gets With the crossbow quill It's a fucking great scene Savage You know Varys in the show Is Fairly more likable Than he gets in the book I mean Even though in the book I really like him too Well it's because They cast Matt Penfield As Varys Everybody loves Matt <laughs> that Penfield That guy I think the name is Ar- his his name is Conleth. Uh, he's a I really like him. Like I think he does a really good job bringing a lot of humanity to that character. You know what I mean? It's I uh, like the very first words that you hear in the show is a fucking dick joke from Tyrion fucking Lannister. The in the, in the very first episode of this season. At least you, at least you yeah. can't freeze your balls off. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like, why are you so against midget jokes and you love eunuch jokes so much? Because I have my balls and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love that camaraderie between them. They really, really like each other. You know. Yeah. Well, and, they're just like uh, dudes. They bust each other's place where their balls used to be. Well, and, <laughs> and not only that, but they. They have an understanding. Tyrion is not seen as a whole person because he's a midget. Varys is not seen as or a whole man because he's a midget. Varys is not seen as a whole man because he isn't. You know, he's had his dick and balls chopped off. So, you know what would be a great storyline, though? Cutting cutting Tyrion's dick and balls off and putting them on Varys. We have it. <laughs> Apparently, Tyrion has a really big dick. That's what they talk about. For a, no, for a midget. It's just a relativistic thing. I mean, it's, well, but it's not small. Well, I know, but that's what... It's like uh, how people that have seen Shaq's dick. Like, it doesn't look big on Shaq. Right. But if you put it on somebody else, it looks huge. Right. But that's what uh, Sansa and... Uh, and uh, Marjorie Tywell were talking about like how you know how big can he be? She's like you might be surprised, you know. <laughs> she had heard about from the whores and like other women, and no, she was she was saying I hear he's quite experienced. <laughs> yeah, well, Marjorie Tyrell was a slice, huh? I, she's a little small. She was pretty. She says a look about her. Natalie Dormer did a good really job too. You know, she was in Captain America. Yeah. Okay, I've got, I've got one question before we move on because we, we need, will not we, be moving we need on. to move on. <laughs> okay, so I have one question for Chuck or whoever. When's the Red Lady coming back, and what's she going to do? That's Melisandre, right? Yeah. Because you know, because because that's that's a big loose end. 
It's a big, big loose end that they got to tie up. And she wasn't in all of season seven. Was I will say that she's probably going to be. She was in it. She she's probably it. going to be on her horse somewhere, and Beric Daria will find her. The, the other adherents of the, the other red of, god, of the red god, yeah, will come together. But she fucking saved Jon Snow. Yeah, and she's also a piece of shit. She's the she's behind Shireen. She's great tits, though. She's behind Shireen. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. But she's she's very like sad about it. Like she's disappointed in herself about it. It's in season. I just watched the episode, and she's all like, "That's a horrible debate." Things. She's like, she's like, she's like, I did things, horrible things, you know. And she's like, she's like, really, there's like a scene where she's yeah. like showing like real like, like I fucked up. Okay, and that's fair too. When she even tried to. She's, Place blame on others. She's so did her mother. She's, so did her father. She's you know, so. like she's not. She's not bad. She's chaotic. She's cha- cha- chaotic, chaotic good. I think she's chaotic good. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's run down that list for a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We, I know we want to J- move on. Jamie is uh, uh, chaotic neutral. Chaotic neutral. No, right? lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. I don't know. I might say I might mm. say chaotic neutral. He was chaotic neutral. Now he's. Lawful neutral. Okay, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Stannis, lawful, lawful good, lawful, lawful neutral though, because he did have his daughter <laughs> killed by the red. Super, super lawful, lawful, yeah. for definitely lawful. Um, Davos, Euron is chaotic good. Euron's chaotic bad. Oh yeah. I don't even know the classification for Ramsay the hound. Snow. The hound. You have to create another one for, for that. Who? Fuck. Ramsey Bolton Snow. Oh, God. The Hound is um, neutral, neutral. Yeah, I was gonna say he's pure neutral. Yeah, um, he's a mercenary. Um, he, he's been he's been through so much shit that he's just like I'm just trying to survive. He's a, I, I, lo- I love that. I'm just trying to survive. Bro. Okay, the the mercenary thing. I love when she's like, well, you you'll murder kids, but you won't. Uh, well, you're robbed from somebody, but you won't. You know, do something else. You like. Man's gonna have a code. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, 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 he said to Arya in this episode. He said, "You left me to die." And he goes, "I, I robbed, robbed you first. first. It's hilarious. <laughs> He's like, "You're a cold little bitch, aren't you?" And just keeps walking. <laughs> um, that's that's as much as him saying, "I loved you and I missed you." I'm glad you're alive. Jon Snow. Is <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. Fucking Jon Snow and Ned Stark both are lawful good. Fucking pieces of shit. I love Ned. Ned, his statue being behind them in that whole scene was a powerful choice. Awful good. Make. They're fucking paladins. We get it. They were. They really are. Um, Arya, chaotic good. Chaotic good or neutral good? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe even. I don't know if I'd say she's good though. Sure, she is. No, she's not. She didn't give a fuck about anything except except her lips. Vengeance does not make you a bad person. Vengeance doesn't make you good. <laughs> it doesn't. I, I, it's actually, a wash. By default, it, it, <laughs> by default, vengeance makes you not good. I don't care. That's a wash. <laughs> That's a dead heat right there. Vengeance is sometimes she, she's necessary. A, she's a tough one to categorize. Are you trying to tell me killing a room full of phrase wasn't a good fucking idea? It was tremendous. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck okay. all of them. I'd have okay. killed it myself if I could. And let and let that one girl live. <laughs> do, do, killing people tell just because her tremendous. master said to do it. All the men in that That's room were at the red wedding. Every man in that room had a had a. No, point I'm talking about wedding. about her training and shit and like the like the whole. That's fair. 
Okay. That's not necessarily. That's the least neutral. Well, the thing about the faceless men is they do not play favorites to anyone. They are neither good nor evil. That's what I'm saying. They are pure neutral. That's where the neutral comes from. If you from. pay us, that's why we I'm, give you the gift. That's why I'm saying she's not good because she is a faceless person. Sure. Uh, no, because the faceless man. Here, here's the rub. The faceless. The faceless people. men never leave. They never leave the order. They're not just going to let her walk away. You know what I mean? She's trained as a faceless man now. They don't let you walk away from that. They might let her walk away for a little bit. You know what's going to happen no, with see, her? She's going to think she's safe and she's going to die. No, no, no. See, I, I don't think so. I think that she. I think that she is still a faceless person, like accepted as a faceless person, like. But yet, <coughs> completes no missions, and the fact that she beat that 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 other bitch, the wife, yeah, yeah. Th- that made her like the new waif. Even if she actually did the new waif, yeah, like the cars and uh, <laughs> flock of seagulls. That's a good title, the new waif. <laughs> um, I just don't think they'd. You know, one person we haven't seen that I thought we would have seen by now, and and we I hopefully still will see, uh, Syria Pharrell. Uh, Arya's uh, dance sword. He master. died. Mm, didn't see a body. Did you? I mean, did you? I hope they don't bring that. Uh, the hope they don't bring him back. That would be tremendous he to was, bring him back. No, wouldn't. he was a faceless man too. He was a faceless man. I know he was bravosi, but I didn't think he was a faceless man. I didn't think faceless men like got hired by you know kings to teach daughters. If there's a weapons. mission that they're going to. Go on, then. Yes, they're 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 planned. Here's here goes here agrees. If he was a faceless man. He wouldn't have got killed by fucking. Who said he that did? That child molesting piece of Marin shit. Trant. Yeah. Who said he did? Everybody in the show said he did. They didn't see his body. That's true of all kinds of people that are dead on the show. Though. Well, Stannis, you didn't see Stannis' body. You see all kinds of bodies. I didn't. And I, I thought that was an odd choice, just not seeing her lop his head right off. You know what I mean? Because she did. Like she took it. It was. Uh, Brienne. Brienne, yeah. yeah. Okay, if vengeance isn't good, then Brienne's not good. Because she swore vengeance and she got it on him. No, she's... For killing Renly. She's, she's just like... Where's like, Podrick fitting? Like over this? the top. Wherever lawful. Podrick went to, because he's fucking awesome. Podrick's I love that guy. Brian is over the top lawful. Fucked a room full she's, of whores and they gave the fucking money back. Brian is like lawful. <laughs> she's like lawful evil. She's like lawful to the point of being it being a vice. Who, Brian? Yeah. She's obsessed with honor. It's ridiculous. It's disgusting. Duty. She's not obsessed with honor. She's obsessed with duty. <laughs> Still disgusting. Duty. It's, it's, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I like the character. I'm just saying. We've thrown out all other segments. This is just Game of Thrones. Fuck. I don't care. <laughs> We're an hour in. <laughs> Nobody cares. Um, if you don't like Game of Thrones, you're not going to like this episode. No, you're not. Um, I thought I think bringing Syria for real would be a good thing. I like his hair. What the hell is he going to yeah, do? But in the in the book, he was bald and with a great big nose, short little Neil deGrasse Tyson looking little and fucker. An awesome fucking fighter. Awesome fighter. I mean, he killed. If you watch the show and in the book, it's pretty similar. He killed like three men inside of. 30 How can seconds. he be? I don't. I don't let by it. How can he be the sir, the first sword of Bravos and be a faceless man? Pick one. 
maybe he wasn't. Even, he maybe work, he wasn't working for the for, government, or he works for that religion. Okay, well, here's the thing about the faceless men. They are they maybe are trying to infiltrate everything to get into everything so they can complete their mission. Uh, do you think they don't succeed by? You, you think they always succeed and they never fail by just saying, "Well, I'm going to sneak through the shadows and do that." No, they got to do it any way they can. So they're going to infiltrate government. I think CIA. I think in the Basically, show. Yes. I think in the show, Syria Pharrell was a cunt a, a you know first sort of bravos government guy got a contract working for working for ned stark teaching his daughter fencing lessons because the pay was good he di- she wouldn't shut up about it he died and i think it's over that's what i think about serial pharrell in the uh, show okay that's fine that's fair that's my prediction. in the book he's actually not there's no way he's dead i don't care the way about they the book. The, i know but i'm saying the way i care about say- the reality which is <laughs> The, the reality of the, of the made for the teeth. HBO show based on the book, <laughs> the Thornbirds Game of Thrones. Is <laughs> <laughs> this was if, if they made the Game stuff of, that's easy to digest. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If this was a uh, say like a, a movie series that they did instead of an HBO HBO doing it, mm-hmm. it would end with uh, Daenerys and John. And as co-rulers, and Tyrion as, as three rulers as together, three rulers to rule. Them We're the all. first triumvirate, and it would be all happy. Oh, that's how. That's that. literally how it would. Here's how we can not- transition out of this. So apparently, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez said that made a pr- prediction about the show. What if it ended as um, the, the Game of Thrones ends as they discuss as no one's in charge and it becomes a democracy? She, she actually, I guess, God, said that's that. Terrible. And I'm like, and, and then I commented on the, on Business Insider. I commented, got a bunch of likes. I said, I said, it's not serfdom, it's democratic serfdom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, fuck. I mean, I like some of uh, what she. I, I like that she's shaking shit up. She's sort of like Donald Trump for lefties. I actually, I actually read a, I read a conspiracy theory that she's an actress, and I, yeah, I kind of believe it. I, yeah, well, the. Uh, was it the Justice Democrats? They auditioned people to run for a yeah, certain things. That happened. Yeah, that's and they, real. They, and they hired that. her. There's a video. That really that. happened. Yeah. Let's do favorite things. What do you think? You know, there's an ad before this thousand year old fucking song. Oh, it's the Avengers trailer. Okay. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorites. All right, what's your favorite thing about Game of Thrones? <laughs> Cream colored ponies and you think this episode? Game, Game of Tr- you think Donald Trump watches Game no, of Thrones? No, he could not grasp it. <laughs> He couldn't grasp. In all fairness, it took me two watches. He would through. he would root for the Night King. The Night King's tremendous. <laughs> no, no, no. He he broke down the wall. Well, that's true. He'd be a big. He's just too dumb. He couldn't grasp it. Um, my favorite thing, let's say, because it's just it doesn't have to be about Game of Thrones. It can be I know any favorite thing you want, but that's I get a feeling it's going to be Game of Thrones though. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> it's going to be Game of Thrones. I just completely consume my life at this point. Um. I'd have to say my favorite thing is Jamie Lannister's face when he rolls up into fucking Winterfell, gets down off that horse, and there's fucking Bran sitting there in that fucking wheelchair. Did he not know Bran was still alive? No. Nobody did, did they, until they see him. They put mm-hmm. eyes on him. Huh. Yeah. Bran knows everything about him. And Bran is not angry at him. Oh, well, because he got the stuff. Nor should he be. He's, he's seen all. 
Once you know that Jamie Lannister is a fucking hero, and it doesn't really matter that he pushed that little piece of shit out the window. He fucking saved 500,000 people. He should have been minding his own business anyway, really. I mean, yeah. yeah his what? mom told him not to climb. <laughs> no mom climbing. Mom said don't play ball in the house. <laughs> I said. Carol Brady. <laughs> no climbing. His you mom did what? tell him not to climb. Uh, all I'm saying is, Maybe we shouldn't feel bad for the kid you know that didn't what? obey his mother. I don't know. Um, you know what I think is going to happen is that Bran, is, they're going to have a scene where Bran is in that room with them, and he's going to be the one who uh, who Push basically, who, who, make, who makes them aware that he's in the window. Uh, See what I'm saying? It had to go down that way. So he's not angry at him because he's like, this is how it had to happen. If the world's going to be saved, I had to fall. See, I had to he's be like, uh, if we're going to make an Avengers thing, he's uh, he's uh, the guy that can see all time. What's his name? Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's Doctor Strange. Yeah, he kind of is. He's the doc, doc, Doctor Strange of Westeros. It's pretty cool. I, I knew Jon Snow's the Captain America. No, it's Captain Westeros. Sir Barristan, tell me, is Captain America? John is more like Winter Soldier. Mm. Well, Winter Soldier was evil no, for a while. I don't know. He was Bucky. Bucky Barnes. What a 1940s fucking name. I know, right? <laughs> I love the fact that he was in Hot Tub Time Machine, played one of those ski guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know those shenanigans on my mountain. <laughs> I didn't know it was him, though. I was like, that's fucking Bucky Barnes. I was watching it the other day. He's, he looks really different. Like, he's uh, aged uh, aged up well, and he's a good actor. Um, yeah, that reaction and just everything about the episode, from the the, the, the credits to... Everything was just great. Obviously, my favorite part was finding out that Torben's still hanging in there. Yeah, I was <laughs> very good. excited about it's that. good. I like that. It was fucking dope. <laughs> his hair's still perfect. And, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever seen him without his beard? Yeah. He's fucking handsome. Yeah, like he's, <laughs> he's handsome with the beard. Well, I know, but I'm saying he's just, it's so different. You know, he just looks like a completely different person. It's like me without a beard, except. Good, you know, me without a beard is bad. It's, it's lawful good. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I look terrible. Like it's just. Uh, um. Um, any actual other favorite things? You do anything? You see anything? You fuck anybody? You jump off? Have <laughs> no. a good wank sesh? No. Um, I cleaned. I went silent today. I got off social media. Just I needed a day for me, so. It's spa day. I, I, well, I got off of everything. Like I, I put you know an active in my status and everything. Cucumbers over your eyeballs. <laughs> um, laid there. Cleaned pinch, the pinch entire house. Cleaned the entire house. Um, went outside. Pruned the blackberry. Um, just and just cleaned and, and did all the dishes and did a bunch of laundry and just you know I didn't want to worry about anything. So that's what I did. And it wasn't for any real reason. I just, I never get to do that. I never get a day where I don't have to worry about something. My whole life is worry. So I did it and it was, it felt good, but it's kind of, you panic a little bit because you're so locked into everything and, and people you talk to and everything that you're afraid they're going to be mad at you or something like that for where have you been all day or you ignore them. And it's not that it's just, I I just didn't, I just wanted to get my shit together. Like I talked to a buddy and I, that's another thing. I'm changing my, my, the way I lift now, my shoulders fucked up. My left shoulder is completely gone. Like I can, 
I mean, I can move it now, but when I was even taking a shower, I had to. I couldn't do anything with this arm. I could barely brush my teeth with it, you know, because it's in so much pain. I got to start bodybuilding. I can't powerlift anymore. My my shoulders just can't take it. So I'm actually going to be bigger, but I'm not going to be as strong. That's a tough pill to swallow. And but I know I have to do it. Um, what do you think? Fuck your shoulder up. Bench pressing. It's not good. Shoulder pressing is actually. I mean, I can shoulder. I can still shoulder press like straight up overhead, no problem, no pain. Go this, this right here, pain all fucking day. So it's your rotator cuff. What about push ups? Can you do push ups? I don't know. I haven't attempted them. That's what I was going to say. Is uh, do some of the decline bench press Uh, and less weight. That's a big lift over there at that gym at the Gully Bridge. They all love that decline bench press. Shortens the range of motion. Yeah. It's easier. Well, this is f- which is fine, you know. Well, it is fun, fine, but yeah. that's per- that's perfect though, right? For this situation, because yeah. it's taking strain off the shoulders, put more on the. the Actually, I'm going to do the pec deck. If you do the pec deck, it's in it's oh, the pec range deck. of motion where you can't. I got to piss again. I don't know what's going on. You guys keep talking. I just drank two things that are two twenty ounce. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to tell you. I don't know if I'm going to be able to throw punches. Chuck, why do you think? Why do you think that's just peeing so much? What's going on? It's his prostate. I don't know. Is he drinking too much? Has he been? Is the sugar intake too high? Is he's doing some kind. Of, there's some kind of diuretic thing happening. Is he, is he drinking too much coffee? Could be too much coffee. Because I know he's been drinking the coffee. Um, also, you know, you know, as far as the day where you, you just sometimes have to get get your. Your focus back, your your center, and I just had to do it. So, like I said, it was you're, just you're supposed to do that like all the time. I don't ever do it. You should do it more. You know, I, I I'm afraid of offending someone, or you know, what, or, who are you going to offend? Like, are people like just like it's it's actually me overstating my importance in other people's life. You know, they probably don't give a shit. But um, you know, it's um. I, I like the fact. I mean, my for for one thing, my house was a wreck. Like, oh, I don't know why I do this. I get to a point where everything's clean and everything's orderly and nice, and I can't do the little things to keep it that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. instead of I, I'll let the dishes pile up instead of just doing a dish. <laughs> I do the, precisely the same. <laughs> it's awful. It's because it? I lived for so long with a, a dishwasher, and my, now my dishwasher shit the bed. Yeah. So. uh I could just. I think mine's getting ready to too. I could just wash a dish because mm-hmm. I'm cooking for one. Yeah, I'm dirtying a dish. I cook on the grill almost exclusive. Right. And I eat a salad or a <clears throat> or broccoli. I'm not dirtying anything with that because I wrap the broccoli in a uh, in, to- in foil and bake it with some butter. With butter. The doctors and the mother <laughs> keep comfortable. <laughs> a decision. You gotta keep a broccoli will, comfortable. A decision that? will be made about how much butter is used on the broccoli between the Sometimes doctors and I the use, mother. I use the, the, the dried onions <laughs> on the broccoli. Do you really use dried onions? Yeah. The, it's a, sub, it's a southern loving voice, Chuck. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I could just wash that dish and then not have and the and the fork and the knife, but I don't. I let it pile. I'm one of these people. Instead of like socks and underwear, instead of actually washing them, I just buy more. So now I have 
<laughs> so many socks and so much underwear. Well, you're, you're keeping those sweatshop kids in, in fucking. What if it is good though when I actually wash all those socks and underwear because I'm good for a month. You use them yeah. as a bed. Yeah. <laughs> Man, these sock sheets are awesome. You could dive into them like a pile of leaves. Sometimes I just like wearing two layers of underwear just because. I do wear They're two clean. Socks. I got it. Sometimes I wear two pairs of socks during the winter time. I got big, thick, heavy workman socks. Those are awesome. Yeah, but now it's oh my god, that's a that's a not an umbrage thing, but it's a definitely not favorite thing is the staggering amount of heat at work. It gets to be 140 in there. Mm. Hey, but that's good for you, is it? it? Yeah, like the asana type heat. That's good for for heat shot proteins for uh, recovery. Not necessarily for eight hours a day. Not for that long. For 30 minutes. (laughs) Well, I I get 16 times that. Well. Maybe take a break every now and then. <laughs> Is there a place we can go that's super cold too, like negative five hundred or something? No, not oh, in that okay. place. I mean, it's molten metal. What is it the 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 uh, the cold thing that they do where you get in this pod cryogenic? Yeah, or the cryotherapy. Yeah, it gets down to like negative two hundred or something on Shit. your body. You're just in there in your in your undergutchies, and it's only ten minutes, mm. if that. Maybe maybe it might just be three. I minutes. can't stand a sauna or a steam room. That shit. Uh. I used to go in the steam room, but not always down Charleston. I fucking hate it. It's hard to breathe. Like it's, you know, I'm getting adapted to the heat though. I've actually lost. I've I've been doing the uh, high protein and pr- pr- protein cycling throughout the day. Like I eat nothing but protein until like sometimes three or four, or even later, and then I load up a bunch of carbs. The fucking fat's falling off. Like really? my, my my I don't own a belt that fits anymore. And uh, that's why I get the slatty belts. Like the football belts, I, mm, that's oh, what those are awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. what I use. I need to get one of those. Now I'm now I'm to where it's like I can pull it all the way out to here. Mm. I wasn't getting too fat for it. Yeah, I was. I, I, I did the math and I weighed way more than I thought I did. Four hundred pounds. I was close. Really? I was I was scratching at it. I had no idea. Nobody has. Everybody thinks I weigh two fifty or something. That's weird. Everybody thought. Everybody people were guessing my weight the other day. They thought I weighed three hundred pounds. Do I look like I weigh three hundred pounds? No. So did I look like I weighed almost four hundred pounds? No, I didn't think so. My mom, didn't, nobody, nobody says thinks that I do. Maybe some people, I don't know. But now I'm down to three thirty-five. That's good. I don't even. I don't weigh myself anymore, so I don't know. Probably, every every week or two, I do. I don't have a scale, so whenever I go to my mom's, I do it. But I'm down. It's I think I'm down fifty-five. I'm saying fifty-five. It's really good. Yeah, it's not bad. And I'm not killing myself anymore with the weightlifting. You didn't. You don't like the weightlifting, do you? I like the way it made me feel afterwards. Mm-hmm. I did not like the way it made me feel the day after. Mm-hmm. Just or, or the day after that, or the day or after the, that. Just, just it, it wasn't even muscle soreness. It was joint soreness. Yeah. But I might start doing it again in a way, not not the way I was. Well, I mean, you can start bodybuilding. Like I, bodybuilding, I've done bodybuilding before, and it's fun. But the thing about it is, it involves, in some ways, far more discipline. I mean, you your eating has to be on point. You have to be, you have to check your ego. You you can't just go hoist shit. You know what I mean? That's the most fun thing in the world. Just load deadlifting is my favorite. Load thing a fucking bar up and just pull in the fucking world. That's the best. I, I, the the one thing I do miss is deadlifting. I'm actually Some of those lifts I'm not going to quit doing Because they don't cause me any pain They actually make me feel good And they're good for muscle Better rows I'm not going to stop going heavy I mean It never causes me any pain So You know In one arm rows With 
huge dumbbells. I love that shit. I'm going to keep doing that. Uh, I'm actually to the point now I'm doing chin-ups. Like, I do. it's 50, and then I do sets of whatever, and I make sure I get all 50 in. And um, they're not hanging, doing them. They're go down, stop, pull myself up, but not jumping. You know what I mean? Just more the kipping like, pull-ups that look like they rip your shoulders. No, 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 not those. But it's no, more, I'm saying you shouldn't. Nobody yeah, should they, do that's those. terrible. Not even a 140-pound guy should do that. No, but the explosion, you know, off of instead of the steady. So I'm going to do them that way until I can actually do them steady. Um, dips, you know, all the best. Some of the best stuff for your musculature is is body weight stuff. Mm-hmm. I've noticed yeah. that I've uh, my shoulders and my chest have gotten bigger just from doing the uh, the DDPY the uh, the three five and ten second push ups, mm-hmm. which are brutal. The, the ten second ones are. I can do the three and five at pretty steady now. Yeah, but I've noticed that looks it looks like I've been lifting weights, but I have my own fat ass <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Any other favorite thing? Oh, I went to, uh, I forgot, I went to uh, jujitsu and boxing with John and oh, yeah. almost died about 10 times. Wonderful. That's, yeah, we haven't had, done a show since that, have no, we? No, we have not. What, what, what did you like? What did you not like? I liked what I thought I was going to like. Like, um, even the guy who ran things said I didn't throw a bad punch, you know, and I don't. I throw a pretty good punch. And so that was fun. <laughs> but the cardio, I mean, it was it was hard. I mean, just punching back and forth where you're doing the thing. It would get, One thing that they'll like if you do if you stick around and keep doing it is they'll like having a southpaw just in case one of the guys fights a southpaw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's actually something Jerry complained about. It's like, God damn it, we already have like three southpaws. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did say that. Did your southpaw? He's like, uh, yeah. because for him, because for him working the mitts, it's like he's got to flip his brain around. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's that much harder. I wouldn't think there'd be that many there. That's that's a bit of an oddity, even in fighting. I would uh, say. Yeah. Well, I guess he would be the like the third regular, <laughs> if regular southpaw. If we have a regular thing, did you hit the bag? Did you hit the mitts? Did you mitts. do any grappling? Uh, well, I learned some. I really didn't. We did. Either. Yeah, we did. Um, he did the striking class, which was drills like jump. We start out jumping rope. We get warmed up. And then we do some uh, some drills like up and down the mats, jab one two one two three one two three four, you know up and down like moving forward using good he- using good working on your foot movement all that shit. And then we did mitts, uh, some other things. Oh, we did it. We did stations right where we did like shadow boxing one station. Ground and pound with with a dummy with a ground and pound dummy, and then working the bob which that is looks fun on another station and rotating. Is the bob the the one with the bag and it's got the strings that make it go? No, no, that's, it's that's like a, it's like a it's like a torso and a head bobble, oh, okay. bobble thing with yeah. sand in where you can actually hit a person. You know, yeah, it's like it's like a sex doll but for fighting. Okay, it's a fu- it's fuck 'em up doll, not a fuck doll. Yeah, right. um, and then after that, you know, you got a good workout from that. And then after that, we do no gi jujitsu. Jared was sick So he left And Doc showed up Who's actually a Okay I don't know I think he's an oncologist Or some some kind of cancer doctor But he showed up He's like a purple belt He's like 67 years old I'll tell you about this man <laughs> So Doc started training jujitsu At age 60 or 61 And he's now I think about 67 And he's a purple belt huh. And he'll mop the fucking floor with you He's really hard to choke 
Um, he, yeah, not, I was torquing him. He's not. He, he wouldn't. He, he, he's like a sixty-seven-year-old man. He's not agile and and tricky. He just uses really good form, and he's strong as fuck. And he's in really, really great shape for a sixty-seven-year-old man. And he he just focuses on fundamentals and good technique. So he's the best guy. To, he's one of the best guys at the gym to learn from because he'll actually slow down and say, "Let's try that again, and let's do that." You know, he's very analytical about it. And so he gave. Chuck basically he gave Chuck a lesson and we and I was present for it and kind of a dummy for it and uh, went through some of just the basic positions like this is this is what mount looks like this is what side control looks like this is what guard looks like this is what half guard looks like this is what taking the back looks like this you know and then we learned a sweep from guard we learned a scissor sweep from guard we did a um, we did an escape from mount, which is basically a sweep, sweeping somebody off of mount and getting into their guard. And then we did a rear naked choke. Right so Chuck got to see. That's like some of the really basic, basic stuff of jiu-jitsu right there. Like it was a really the foundation. It was the best first jiu-jitsu lesson I've ever witnessed. <laughs> he fucking doc put on a clinic for us. Hmm. Um, so... Uh, yeah, so what I don't know, like what did you how did you feel about that? Is is that something that you would I know you're into the boxing. Like I know you're into the mitts. I can I can feel that. Mm-hmm. But what I mean the jiu-jitsu is like you've been a little bit more reluctant about the jiu-jitsu, I'd say than you have about the, yeah. the striking. Yeah. I mean, I Jiu-jitsu was fun. I can see, you know, I don't know if I'm I don't like to overstate things or anything, but I I think if I'd started young, I think I'm. I, I could be fairly adept at it. Like I, it it makes sense. Like, you know, all of it started to click. I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. It's it's basically like putting a puzzle together. I'm, I'm you ever like, seen two dogs playing? Two puppy dogs playing. What they're doing is jujitsu, except for they're not doing arm bars and chokes but the way they the way they kick each other off that's guard they're yeah. playing in the guard it's the same thing right. B- butterfly butterfly yeah. sweeps and yeah and um the same way you and your brothers probably wrestled around that was jujitsu i uh but uh, you know a lot of it just clicks inside of me and, and, and i've learned when i have that feeling when something clicks like that you want sexual healing of course <laughs> that i could really be good at it you know and I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I don't. Yeah, that's the thing. Nowadays, I'm. I used to have a fairly good idea about myself, and now I don't really know. Well, so. But, but jujitsu—you're <laughs> not necessarily doing jujitsu or, or any of the stuff that I've been doing because I think I'm going to be good at it. Well, no, that's not the point. That's not the point. I'll yeah, I, I'm. It, it doesn't matter. You know how good I can be at it compared mm-hmm. to others doesn't matter. The point is, is that I want to be as good as I can be at that. Sure, point. but I mean. I agree, but what I was saying was just an observation. It wasn't, yeah. you know, saying that I, I, I would do it because of that. I'm just saying that's the way it felt, you know, like that I, I think I could have been, you know, I'm a certain advanced age, and not that I can't be great at it still, but Anthony Bourdain started at like 55. Mm-hmm. And he was winning tournaments, old man tournaments, but mm-hmm. still tournaments against people his skill level. Yeah. So you can do it. Sure. I believe in you. Yeah, fucking Doc started start the bodybuilding. Doc started at sixty one or sixty or whatever, and he's sixty seven. He still works. He still does it like three or four days a week. I've never done it. I would be great at it though. 
That'd be you, natural. You'd probably be really hard to deal with <laughs> just because of your like strength and size. And yeah, you'd be really hard to probably be really hard to choke because I don't have a neck. I mean, you're just big. Yeah. It's like like it's just hard to deal with. You know what I mean? Like I can't even close my guard on you. You know what I mean? Like you just get on top of me. It's like all all I can do is escape and try right. to take your back. I wasn't trying to say that that I was a natural and at, at all. Oh I can, no, I, I was just being an asshole. Okay, but I, I, that made me feel like is that what I was? Uh, no, no, like? no, no, I, no, no, no. I was because I wasn't. I, I was. I'm overstating. I'm just being an asshole. Okay. <laughs> I don't really think I'd be any good at it. I mean, you get top position on somebody and just fucking crank with all that muscle. I think uh, honestly, uh, any of us, if we started doing that at a young age, we'd probably be pretty good by now. Yeah, you know I mean. I mean, it, it's one of those things. It's, if you're doing something for 30 years, the, uh, you're going to know some tricks, you know? The uh, show in Monks, there was this guy dropped off at a monastery when he was like two. And he's, he's, his name is the Tiger of Shaolin. Motherfucker is freakish. Like, he. Is he still around? Well, yeah. I mean, he, he's only like 35. Oh, and really? He's, and he's like, does shit that's like superhuman because he start, they taught him when he was real little. You know, all the shit the monks do. And some people might consider that nonsense, but some of the shit they do is legit. I mean, they are fucking, you know, like this thing where they they have these these two giant metal rollers that crush like cane or something. He stick his hands through it, roll his arms back and forth, pull them out. And it's not one of those things that's like Frank Duke's bullshit. Like, this is like they really... Don't you dare... <laughs> Or uh, the good a, goddamn a name of Kim Dukes. or fucking uh, or Raphael Tori. The man fought in a kumite. <laughs> uh, there's a video out by Pink Man which proves that proves the kumite is impossible. Like it's just <laughs> well, there's there's a uh, there's a movie out by Reality that's called Bloodsport. <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Maybe you should watch. I, there's I like learned. three blood sports. <laughs> I love that at the end where all of us are like that shit was real. You know where all those fucking factoids pop up, like. Because I believe that I'm not very gullible sometimes, but I'm gullible when it comes to martial arts. I, because for a while, I really believed it. I'm like, that guy must, Frank Dukes must have been a really, you know. And then I saw these videos, like, wow, he was a lying, Man, Gracie's lucky he lying didn't sack of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have fucked Hoyks Gracie in the mouth. <laughs> He'd have done a rear naked mouth fuck. <laughs> Fucking, uh, <laughs> Donald uh, fucking Ogre Gibb was in. <laughs> they got to find a place for him in Game of Thrones. They just give him an episode. Let him be the the Hound's third cousin or something. You know, <laughs> sitting there drinking an ale. That <laughs> no, him and Torment. Him yeah, and Torment could be buddies. Those eye cocked. <laughs> uh, John, favorite things? Uh, <clears throat> I went and dug some ramps today. Fucking right on. Around Summersville Lake, I had some. Got some some uh, special information about where they were. You saying you have an inside the, source? Went to the site, dug them up. I got a trash bag full of them. Roots gonna, and all? Roots and all. I'm going to go plant them on my property. Oh, spread yes. the fucking love. And the pigs will leave them alone, won't they? They're not going to find them. Um, I mean, I put them in places where I don't put pigs. Right on. And even if they did, like... They're only available to really eat. I guess they could dig up the roots. Pigs don't like onions and garlic very much. Like they, it's not a chosen food for them. They will eat it if they're worst you know, comes the worst. But they don't. It doesn't taste good to them. All right. They like carbs and protein. 
Chicken with and fat waffles. And fat. I want to. Yeah, I haven't had chicken and waffles. I haven't had it either. You've, you, ha- neither of you. Have I had mean, I've had. Wall. You've never had chicken and waffles. I've not I've had, had them it. together. I've had them from KFC. Oh right, right. Okay. I've not had them together. I've had Dutch has not had them at all. He's not had chicken and waffles. Man, that's something. I had them down south. Oh, so you had the real shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. How is it? It's delicious. I mean, imagine how it would taste. I mean, it'd be amazing. That's how it tastes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's everything you think. It's I like be. both. Yeah, it's sweet. I like chicken. It's fucking. I like waffles. <laughs> There's no way I would. Waffle. I wouldn't. I would love both of them. <laughs> Hamburgers and ice cream. I'll, it's fine. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll try it out. For some reason that reminds me. Of this time I got KFC, and there was this um, this rather large black gentleman working at the counter where you're working. I mean, this guy was big. Imagine the temptation. Like, but he was like, he was like, I, you know, I got my order. And he's like, you know, <laughs> he's like, you want. Um, so do you want any? Um, and he just like rattled off a list of shit. Of, like no one, they don't want even. They won't even like give me the butter packets for the biscuit. I have to go beg him for the butter packets. And he was like, "Do you want any butter, honey, jelly, you know, hot sauce or whatever?" Like, like for the for your chicken. He's like I was like, "Oh no, I, I, I don't think I need any of that." So I me, mean, is is like, you sure you don't want any honey to put on your chicken? Like trying to like. Indo- He's like, listen, man, listen, <laughs> you need to put honey on this fried chicken. Listen, white boy, <laughs> trust me, I. Don't think I'd like that. I think you would. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of honey. It's not. It's not like you're talking about like a drizzle. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to baste it. Think. Think. Dip it. Think. uh, General Tso's chicken. How that's sweet. It's not that I don't like. You got a fried chicken with a sweet honey glaze on it. Okay. I just the honey. I know honey's one of those superfoods that if you get real honey. It's crazy fucking good for you, but it's just the taste. It's it's got that odd taste, like a bee's asshole. No, it comes out of their mouth. They vomit. Yeah. Oh, bee vomit. Yeah. You know, their their mouth is their asshole, though. I'm so bi- you're both. Right. I'm a biologist. <laughs> bee asshole. What do you think of WrestleMania? John stayed with for WrestleMania last week. Uh, it was fun. It's fucking ridiculous. It was right? Pretty cool. Like I, I get it. Like he did. He, he um, you were like, I can't believe. Look at this stadium. There's so many people there. I was like, I was like, I was like, the, I was like, the seats are packed. It's like a giant outdoor like football it was, stadium. It was even the high rise pe- seats were full. Oh yeah. I was like, how? I didn't. I didn't understand how big it was. It's and it's not as big as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, 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 WrestleMania three. I had no idea. Was, was it WrestleMania three? They had in two different places. One of them was in two different places, 100,000 people each. I don't know, but WrestleMania 3 is when Hogan slammed Andre. I remember, dude. And it was fucking... I remember, brother. <laughs> yeah, I picked up that big giant dude. Tore a slammed him down to the ground, Tore brother. Tore bicep, brother. Tore bicep, dude. My back hasn't been the same since, brother. Is that what he said that, hadn't he? I think so, yeah. God. And then they've but got he those, also wasn't the first to do it. They've got right. those things where, like... There's like a like fifteen people in the ring. Oh, the battle royal. The battle royal. Those are fun. Shouldn't it be battle royale? Uh, they do call it that royale with cheese. Anyway, and then like just all you gotta do is fucking dive under the stage and wait for everyone to beat each other up and then climb out. At the and last indeed, minute. they did. Who both did? in both in <laughs> both battle that? royals. Uh, one of them was uh, the the women's one. Carmella hit under the ring. 
while everybody else cleared everybody out, and then she jumps in and starts dancing, and then she throws that <laughs> over the rope. <laughs> and then I think in the men's battle royal, they did it too. There's always one. That's a heel move. Oh, yeah, but it, they were both, I think they were both good guys that did it. Jerry the King Lawler did it back in the 90s. But he was a heel, wasn't he? Well, yeah. He's, he, he, the last time he was face is when he fought Andy Kaufman. Well, he's always a face in Memphis. Is he? Yeah, because okay. that's where he's from. All right. No matter what he does, it's sort of like Bret Hart in Canada. Speaking of, during the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, no shit. We haven't discussed this. Yeah. Somebody tackled Bret Hart. Um, and he got fucking uh, dealt with. You want like, you know who was there? Travis Brown. Travis Brown was there. Yeah. That's Ronda Rousey's husband, who's a top 10 UFC heavyweight. At least he used to be. He's nobody to fuck with. No. He was one of the first people in the ring. And then all the other wrestlers, they're not as badass as Travis Brown, but they know how to chuck. Yeah. And they're dragging this guy out, and one of the wrestlers comes up, grabs him by the back of the head, just uppercuts him right in the face, and he drops. The the rest of the guys are holding him up. And his his mugshot looks like he didn't have a good day. Yeah, I've seen it. It's, it's bad, but... What a fucking idiot. Play stupid what games, get stupid oh, prizes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, bud. Yeah. Hope you had a good time. <laughs> Hope it was worth it. You know he's gonna he's he's like notorious in wrestling circles now. Like people are gonna know. He's well, now he is. See, um, on the official broadcast, as soon as that happened, they cut away. They don't show that shit. Right. But like everybody has their cell phone video, and it it was amazing. What possessed that fucking guy? Bret Hart of all people. <laughs> Hasn't he been through enough? He survived a stroke, cancer. I Vince what, McMahon. All of yeah. them. <laughs> That's what, something we didn't discuss is is a. Uh, you know. I know we differ on this, but um, I don't really differ. I think Vincent Men's uh, his business practices are kind of shitty. But we time. were talking about John Oliver had a on last week tonight had a big yeah uh, a long segment. This is a twenty minute segment. Yeah, and just going into how much of a scumbag Vince McMahon is, and you know what he does to the wrestlers and all that stuff. And you know there are two sides to every story. It's true, and they did reply. You know, and say, you know, there's this, there's this, but man, some of that shit, you know, Roddy Piper was not one to, uh, <laughs> to, uh, mince any words and pull any punches, and he didn't. Like, when, whenever they talked to him about wrestling, he, he was not, he didn't have nice things to say. He's just like, about, the, want, about the way the business, about the, business, the way the know. business treated him. Yeah, exactly. Well, they, you know, the deal. They, the UFC does the same thing. They're independent contractors, but they can't work for anybody else. Uh, at least with, UFC, if you want to do a grappling tournament, you're allowed to do that, but you can't. Well, they they bent the rules a little bit with Connor because they kind of co-promoted the thing with Connor McGregor and Mayweather. But uh, you can't work for anybody else in in that particular thing. And the WWE does the same thing. I don't like it, but all the other organizations do it too. Everybody's an independent contractor for Ring of Honor or New Japan. That's the second biggest one in the world. They all do it. I'm not saying that doesn't make it but right. But listen, listen, guys. Can you really put a price tag on glory? That's true. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I don't know if Kyle... I can if, when I die at 41. <laughs> like, fucking most. I am 41, so... Um, I don't know if Kyle has his guys listed as independent contractors for ICS. They get to work wherever the fuck they want, though, so never mind. Did you see the promo with that girl, the Max girl? Yeah. She's a... Uh, I'll be calling her match this Saturday. She's, she's something 420. Else. She's something else. Yeah. I get to call Shane Douglas match this week. He was such a nice dude. I'm going to call him a dynamic dude. <laughs> Are you? I am. Because <laughs> he was in the dynamic. What's he's he going to do? So Hit mad. me? <laughs> It'll be a great story. 
He's not even going to watch it. Dynamic dude. <laughs> he was in a tag team in the late 80s, early 90s called the Dynamic Dudes. They skateboarded to the ring. They wore painter's caps. With things flipped up. It was hilarious. I hated them. And I'm going to call him a dynamic uh, dude. Shit, whatever happened to the new breed? Remember them? I do remember them. I, I'll tell you what happened to them. They got... Too popular too quick And stole some of the Road Warriors Thunder Yeah And got the shit Kicked out of them <laughs> <laughs> Like shoot punches <laughs> Oh you're fuck- <laughs> they The fucking Road Warriors Really oh, fucked them enjoy up Enjoy your push yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to rush up your asshole <laughs> No I mean John's unaware There's um, I think you watched the segment too the last week tonight segment about WWE. I saw snippets of it, yeah. No, but I'm, I'm, I'm not that. I'm talking about uh, the new breed in '80s wrestling, like mid '80s. There was a tag team called the New Breed, and they came out to fight for your right to party. Their gimmick was we're from the future, and we're sent back to save wrestling. That's their thing. They got big fast, like. They're one of those groups that they were main eventing right when Back to the Future was out and popular. Sure, and they were main eventing like. Next last you know next week you know they they were introduced well they had the misfortune hey, there's the Midnight Express back dropping George South and here's the new breed okay you can see why they'd be popular I mean look at this this is about 1986 when we're finished with them look into the eyes of the new breed and tell me if I'm wrong we're gonna take them and finish them off. One by one. I don't believe the him, utopian, though. Big Blubber, <coughs> the two Zandorian <coughs> Night Beast, the Midnight Express, and that squid, Jim Cornet. <gasps> the new breed is sick and tired of staying in limbo. We're coming out of limbo, and we're going to take the NWA by storm. <laughs> and they did. For a minute. For a minute. Care about anybody or anything. God, that hair. It's so 80s, and they think that's what... The future looks like right. It's only, it's merely a matter, a small matter of time before the new breed. Man, they're terrible. <laughs> takes care of the midnight. Like it was fight for your right to party that put him over. Yeah, of course. Um, but anyway, they had the misfortune to go into a match against the fucking road warriors, and we're talking all the steroids road warriors, like. I don't know if you've ever seen them, what they looked like back then. Yeah, I remember the Red Warriors. Okay. Well, I, I didn't know how big of a fan you were, but... I'm not a big fan, but I remember something. But they were fucking enormous, you know. And they almost killed those two guys. Like, hurt one of them real bad. And that was the end of their pop. Like, we don't want to... We don't want like, ah. It's like, you know, we were talking about what uh, what the jobbers were, back, were backstage thinking, where they get, you know, who they're going to go up against. And you know the new guys always got the Road Warriors. Yep. Like, you're going out against the Road Warriors. It's like, I'm just out of the power plant. I don't really know. Well, you're not really going to have to do much. <laughs> you're just going to have to stand there and get beat on for 30 seconds. Because the Road Warriors matches didn't last but two minutes. They just come out and fucking squash you. Definition of a squash match. They'd beat the shit out of you, and then they'd throw you to the corner to tag your partner, and then beat the shit out of yeah. you. <laughs> then they do a fucking gorilla slam, and it was a, and a doomsday device, and you're finished. So it was uh, it was pretty neat. They were the greatest. I loved. It I fucking so loved it. I love when they wouldn't when the Vern Gagne was going to have them lose, and they weren't losing. And he walked up onto the fucking mat, onto the apron, and said. I've been in this match, in this business for thirty years. Nobody has ever defined a fucking. I can't remember what they call it. Nobody's ever changed the finish on me. Well, fucking happening now. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Hawk. 
It's the best. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Mm, I don't forgot. Ronda, they had the first ever women's uh, main event mm. of WrestleMania. Ronda, Ronda lost, Rousey. didn't she? Yeah, she got pinned. And what, I heard it was a bad match. No, it was good. There wasn't anything wrong with it, I don't think. Hmm. It was a uh, what they call a fuck finish because Ronda's shoulder came up a little ah. bit. She might have done that on purpose. You think? She might have. Yeah. I don't know. That sounds, she's been gone. Sounds like a Ronda thing to do. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It was good. It was weird. It's re- it's wrestling. It's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, why are we watching it? John Oliver. By the way, John Oliver loves wrestling. He's a fan. You can yeah, tell. He's a huge fan. You can tell by the way he talked about it. He said, wrestling is better than everything, Anything, you everything like. that you like. <laughs> <laughs> um. Also, we had the uh, the fights the other night. Israel Adesanya versus Kelvin Gastelum. Oh, my. Might be the best fight of all time. God. Five rounds back and forth. There were two fights back to back that were just fucking barn burners. Yeah, just like any one of them made the night. Well, really three, if you count Khalil Roundtree versus Eric Anders. That was a shock. Not a shock that Khalil Roundtree won, but this guy, he was more of a wrestler brawler type. And then he got his ass whooped in his last fight, and he took... A significant amount of time off. Went to Thailand, learned Muay Thai. Look, he it looked like he downloaded a like black matrix Muay Thai. style. Yeah, because <laughs> he came out, he had his hands up. He was he was, he was lighter he his was, feet. Yeah, and as he as he got more confident with the style, I mean, he was doing the fucking Muay Thai step step, fucking the, the switch kicks. He's doing all, all the fucking shit. He was just he was just a Muay Thai fighter. And for, there's no tape of him doing that ever. So this guy was like, "What the fuck am I fighting?" <laughs> yeah. And he would just got torn his fucking inside leg kick. It was the nastiest round, like fight of inside leg kicks I've ever seen. The inside of his thigh looked like a fucking rainbow. It was the nastiest one I've seen that wasn't stopped because of them. Yeah. I've seen it people just have to quit because they keep getting hit with those Damn. fucking tree trunks. He just, yeah. And he wasn't like, like a lot of times this was sort of a criticism I have of some MMA fighters is that they'll like, they'll find something that works and then they'll do it for a little bit. And then they'll switch gears. Yeah, this guy's trying to get cute. Keep kicking the same bruise, you stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> End the fight as soon as possible. Make him change stances and put his other foot forward and kick that fucking leg. He didn't check a single <laughs> leg kick. Did not check a. Didn't see him coming. And that guy, that uh, Eric Anders, he was knocking motherfuckers out. He was doing great. No, he's no. Yeah, he's no. He's no chump. But he he learned something the other night. But the the Israel Adesanya, who's the last style bender, he's this guy from he's the New, new Zealand. He's the new big prospect in MMA right now. He's a middleweight. He's only been in the UFC for he's about African a year. He's African-born. He's from Nigeria, but he lives in New Zealand and trains in New Zealand. He's very, like, like articulate, but also, like, cusses and stuff. He's like, super likable. He's very, yeah, he's very charismatic, but, but like, he's there's no there's no dickishness about him. Like, he's, he's arrogant, but not a dick. Yeah. He's, like... You know, he's a big prospect right now. Well, he's the fucking champion now. He's prospect in, hell. He's interim champion. Interim, yeah, but he's gotta fight he's gotta fight fucking Whitaker. Yeah, he's gotta fight Robert Whitaker, who's from Australia. So they're gonna have, yeah, Australia, New Zealand. It's actually, like, it's like a flight of oh, man. Actually, Whitaker is actually from New Zealand too, but he and moved to MMA Australia. is huge. They'll in fill up a, Australia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. way bigger a, by a, way bigger by population than it is here. Yeah. Like way bigger. They'll fill up a hundred thousand seat stadium. Whenever they fight. It's going to be huge. It'll be huge. And then fucking uh, Poirier. Dustin Poirier against fucking Max beating Holloway. the fuck out of who I thought was unbeatable, Max Holloway. 
Just beat the fuck out of him. Here's highlights of Kelvin and uh, I don't need to hear the fucking soundtrack. But th- this this uh, Kelvin Gaslam Israel Adesanya style bender fight, it went back and forth. I thought Adesanya was out of it for a while, like in the first round, and he every- got cracked, and everyone thought Adesanya was going to dominate him. Well, I thought Kelvin Gaslam was probably going to win. Well, I, I kind of had a feeling that he would, but I but I felt but the odds were definitely the betting odds were definitely for Adesanya, and rightfully so. He's really hard to deal with. There's no sound on that shit. Oh, <laughs> the Tron soundtrack is. But um, it went back and forth. It went back and forth. It was two and two, and there's a five round the fight. Round. Five round fight. It was like two and two going in the fifth. They were beating the fuck out of each other. It was beautiful. He, uh, I was impressed that Stylebender was stuffing takedowns. I was impressed that Gaslam was closing the distance on Adesanya and getting in there and and fucking touching. Because if you look how much he bigger. Had a, he had a yeah. nine inch reach deficit, and Adesanya is like really Shit. hard to get inside on. Yeah, and he was getting inside on him and cracking him, knocked him down. And then fifth round came, and the fifth round came, and and the fucking champion. He took it. Yeah, he Adesanya took it showed what he's made of. The motherfucker. He was because he had been hurt. And he t- he turned up in the fifth round. It was fucking beautiful. He absolutely smoked him in the fifth round. It was one of the most exciting fights I've ever seen in my entire life. And Gaslam is lucky to to have to have not had the fight stopped before because he, if I was a ref, I, if, if I was a ref, I would have stopped it before because he got he kept getting knocked down. It was ugly. And Adesanya does this thing where he leans in. He keeps his hands low and he leans in and makes you. Try to punch him Baits you And then It's a buzzsaw You're walking into Fucking hell <laughs> Then he counter punches you And you don't You don't know Where it's coming from Or kicks you Or Whatever he wants And he almost Submitted him He would He, he cracked on a guillotine there A guillotine And he would have Got him with that triangle too But his knee was fucked up That's what I read That he He had him in that triangle yeah, I remember that. I remember being shocked. I was like, like I was, I like, he I was like, he's got it. And then he, he kind of got out of it. And then later, when he was he was in the interview later, he was like, yeah, uh, I had him. But then like I, hurt, I had to hurt my knee in training, and I had to let go because my knee was fucked. But it was fucking Gaslam was impressive. They were both. It was. I mean, it was the, insane. The heart, the heart from both of the guys was beautiful, and the and the class. They were so classy. Like there was, there was all love. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The beginning of it, at the end of it, there wasn't. You know, it wasn't shitty at all. It wasn't like a Conor McGregor fight. It was like mutual well, respect. After the fight, Conor is always classy, but in the middle of the fight, before the fight, mm. bit of a dick. <laughs> and yeah. then, the, and then the Max Holloway Poirier fight was. It wasn't as close, but it was still exciting because Holloway could. Uh, it was close. Because Holloway was, Holloway was laying in volume when he, he was for the volume. rounds that he won. Did he? I think they only scored one round for him though. I I don't know if I agree with. that. I would have given him two. At least. I don't want to agree with that. Poirier scored more damage. Holloway was. I mean, it was it was a beautiful fight. It was insane, but yeah, those two fights were uh, the best two back to back fights I think I've ever seen. As far as uh, and both main events, yeah, co main events. It was insane it's in awesome. the membrane. So now, so now we got to see uh, Poirier 
Because those are both interim titles. This is a unique thing about this. Poirier is going to fight Khabib. Now, now Poirier has to fight fucking Khabib Nurmagomedov for a unification title bout. And Adesanya has to fight fucking Robert Whitaker. And Robert Whitaker's... For a unification He's belt. a motherfucker as well. Yeah. Neither, both of those fights are going to be nasty. I wonder when they're going to do them. They usually go to Australia. If they're going to go to Australia, they go in August. And I know that's where they're going to have that fucking fight. They have to. It would be a, it would be a middle finger to the fans if they didn't do that somewhere in the at least in the fucking southern hemisphere. I think this is the closing segment of the fight. Yeah, that was it. But yeah, best fight. I've seen in quite a while. Just ridiculous. I can't wait to watch it again. I'm sure if you search hard enough, you can find it for f- for free somewhere. Well, yeah, I need, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I probably will tonight. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's see if we can muster up any umbrage today. Zero. All these bathroom. Hey, why don't you go use the bathroom there, you fucking queer? You bathroom user. You bathroom using faggot. Bathroom piece of shit. Abuser. Chuck just went to masturbate right at the beginning of the segment that we created just for him. He went to masturbate. I take umbrage with that. Going to masturbate. He says, I'm going to use the bathroom. He's masturbating in there. That's what, what else could it mean when you say you're going to use yeah. the bathroom? He didn't say he's going to go piss. Didn't say he's going to go rock a crap. He didn't say I have to go to the bathroom. He said, I'm using it. And I have lube in there. I have all the things you need to masturbate. Yeah. Everybody knows that. It's like he got between the toilet seats. Yeah. Like between them. You think he's fucking the toilet seat? Wait, there he is. Oh. He's a quick masturbator. <laughs> Did you fuck my toilet seat? You sure? Pretty sure. Do you have any umbrage? No. <laughs> no. Really? No. <laughs> this is terrible. You having trouble picking up the poofy thing? (laughs) Have umbrage for that. No Trump stuff. No. uh, No, I just been. Sorry, I just don't have any this week. (laughs) Uh, I don't either. I'm I'm pretty mellow, dude. Pretty laid back. Yeah, I got my mind on my money. I got got my money on my mind. I got into. I went on kind of a tirade this week about the oh, black hole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't get hardly any backlash. I got nothing. A couple little quips. And then <laughs> and then at the end of it all, I was pretty much done with it. I just put one little one little more 
piece in there. And this fucking lady from Maine that's been fucking lurking around my page for years now. Like, follow was following me. Kept sending me friend requests. I eventually just said, okay, fine. You want to be my friend that bad? You be my friend. I'm How did somebody from Maine find out about you? Was, I was don't. Through one of the farming groups or something? Yeah, like I commented on, I said something intelligent somewhere, and she just decided she liked me. And then at some, and then when she realized that I was not a frothing at the mouth virtue sealing leftist like she is, she decided she didn't like me because how could someone possibly believe X, Y, and Z and not believe A, B, and C? She was, and then so she turned on me and she started like liking every time someone would post. Would Is comment, she a heel now? Did she heal her? Yeah, she, you did. Heal? <laughs> she did. A no, heel she, no, I, I kept the gold post right where it was. Mm. And she started realizing that I don't agree with her on everything and started liking, lurking, like not commenting on anything, not saying anything positive, never liking anything except when someone else would comment dissenting against something that I said and then she would like chime in like it was like every time someone like disagreed with me she would like it and I just I said whatever fine I don't give a fuck and then I forget exactly what the exchange was but it was was something to the effect of you know me and someone else were going back and forth joking with each other like you know about the fucking black hole so here's here okay here's the thing about the black hole I'll get into this for context. Nobody took a fucking photo of a black hole. You can't take a fucking photo of a black hole. All the fucking 200 and some scientists that were involved in the photo of the black hole will tell you that you can't take a fucking photo of a black hole. But that didn't stop them from framing this this finding as if they had taken a photo of a black hole. <laughs> and the entire fucking media regurgitating it and saying, photo of a black hole, photo of a black hole, first photo of a black hole, photo of a black hole, photo of a black hole. That's not what fucking happened. What happened was they used a thing that they're calling a black hole telescope, which is not a telescope, by the way. It's actually a radioscope where you're measuring gravitational waves from the Earth, from different parts of the Earth, using the Earth as a sound board, measuring radio waves to triangulate the energy coming from this thing that we think is a black hole 55 uh, million light years away. And then they took some, they took that data and compiled it and wrote algorithms and stuff to make this shitty image of, of a butthole, of a butthole with hemorrhoids, with some fuck my butthole, with some <laughs> with some with some nineteen nine Microsoft ninety eight Windows Paint spray paint sprayed around it. You know what I mean? It was just you know what I mean. It's like yes, looks like a burnt bagel. Yes, this image is based on real data, and there's some proof that that the theory of that black holes exist. Did you see the wider picture? It is is verified the wider picture. There's like a there's the picture that zoomed in just on the hole, or what's supposed to be the black hole. But then there's the picture that's zoomed out of what I'm guessing is a generated image of all the stars that are circling around it going being sucked into it. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I saw, yeah. But there was the one, the the image, the one that everybody looks like the that is that is the first photo of a black hole. It's not a fucking photo, all right. It's a fucking image that they made up based on data loosely, which they had to add. They had to use algorithms to guess what it might look like. Then they had to turn the contrast all the way down and the brightness all the way up. And, and they, they just assumed, and then they added color to it arbitrarily. You know what I mean? There's no fucking, you know. They could have just said, just put up a black screen. Hey, here you go. Okay. Okay. And then there's another layer of this, which is like sort of a feminist layer, which I'm not gonna. I don't want to play this card too much. 
But basically, they said it was this. They, they tried to paint it out like this one girl scientist did all this shit, or she spearheaded it, or something. And she wrote. She did write some. Code. She made the sandwiches. She 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 wrote. <laughs> she wrote some algorithm code that they didn't use to actually process the image. But she was a contributor. And she even admitted herself, like, we need to give credit to the other 200 She also involved. said she didn't want that picture to get out. Yeah, exactly. But they still used her because she's a young woman scientist, and we have to push the agenda that women can be scientists just as well as men. And so they, they pushed this agenda, like, this is the, the woman that came up with the thing. It's a fucking lie. There were 200 and some scientists involved. She had, a, she had like, 0.27% involvement in the thing. It's more involvement than I had, though, to be fair. And, <laughs> I was asked. And there were some people... There were some people that called this out and said, "Hey, why are you giving, um, undo, you know, why are you giving such a, hard, a disproportionate amount of credit to this female?" And those people were called sexist, anti-feminist, whatever. You know, they they got all the ists. They were like super probably Nazis. They were probably called yeah, Nazis. Yeah, they were taken down for simply asking, "Why are you giving so much credit to this one person?" Anyway, I don't give a fuck about that. But the the point I was making was. That they lie. They fucking, you know, you're, you're just fucking lying. Calling something a photo that's not a photo is a fucking, you're being dishonest. At best, you're being dishonest. <clears throat> so that's where I was coming from with, with all the trolling that I was doing. I was saying, look, I appreciate the science. I understand the science better than 99% of people. And I'm not even a fucking scientist. I don't even give a fuck. But I understand it better than you because I took 15 minutes to read about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally what happened. And so I was trolling, you know, just having a blast. I mean, I was was cracking myself up for a good 24 hours just with this shit. And the last thing I posted, this woman finally, one of my friends chimed in and she was like, you're just jealous because you didn't come up with the algorithm, blah, blah, blah. And so we sparred back and forth and we were fucking with each other and laughing at each other and stuff. And it was all good. And this... Cunt from Maine <laughs> chimed in and said, "Oh yeah," and I, because I said something like, "Oh yeah, um, yeah, give me the awards, give me the the the, the Nobel Peace Prize Laureate Science Award for for my work," you know, being ridiculous, being a ham, you know. Said, "Oh yeah, John, give you, give John an award because your ignorance is better than their science." And I fucking lit her up. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I believe I believe I posted a popcorn gift, Big E from uh, a from the new day, in a concise <laughs> paragraph where the the post itself got fewer likes than the comment did. That's what they call being ratioed. And um, I said, apologize and say something thoughtful, or I'm unfriending you now. You've been you've been hovering around, lurking around my page like a parasite for the last two years. You know, just fucking laid it on her. Yeah. And um, she responded and said, "Oh, I just it's such a shame because I like so many of your posts. But whatever, bye bye." So I deleted that comment and blocked her forever. Because it's amazing that you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can get rid of people. They are <laughs> Fuck dead. you. There are so many people that are dead to me. I, and I said, I said, I ran into somebody that I blocked in Walmart. I said, and he you. acted like it never happened. I said, I don't know who you are. <laughs> you don't post anything yourself. All all that you do is lurk around my page and like you know. Why the fuck am I Facebook friends with you? Why would the fuck would I be friends with anyone that tre- that that disrespects me in this way? Fuck you. So you gave him the old ban hammer. So I gave him the old positive asshole <laughs> treatment. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Um, I forgot to mention this during favorite things. My niece 
who I believe is either a junior or a senior now. She goes to a uh, Christian private school, and she's writing her thesis, and her thesis was comparing the Harry Potter books to the Bible. I heard that, and I was like, That's you're awesome. going to a Christian private school, yeah, and you're going to have to present this in front of a triumvirate of people. And she did. Mm-hmm. And then she gets into a debate with them. Two of them took big time umbrage with her. And she said, if, you, if you're so solid in your faith, why does the allegory bother you so much? And my sister got mad, but she handled it exactly like I would. And I got, I got really proud. I was like, fuck yeah, fuck those people. I, I told her she could have called them all faggots and then walked out of the room. <laughs> yeah. But um, it, is, it, is that not true that Harry Potter is based on Jesus? Well, I mean, they're all based on everything. Everything. I mean, Joseph Campbell, Hero of a Thousand Faces. It's all the same. Some people say that about uh, Gandalf and Lord of the Rings, too. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, I mean, Star Wars. It's all. Jesus is based on something that came way before. Gilgamesh. Okay, Game of Thrones. Daenerys is the baby Jesus. I think John's the baby. I think think there's a double baby Jesus. Yeah. John dies. Azure Ajay. There can only be one baby Jesus. John dies and comes back to life, much like the Jesus does, right? Mm hmm. Daenerys does too. She's she's clean, cleansed by fire. Oh yeah, she's yeah. right. That's a, yeah. She comes out naked with her titties out. Yeah, with some, ba- with some baby clear. dragons. Yeah, pretty beautiful. Oh, God damn it! All right, I just want to say how proud I am of my niece for being that was awesome. Badass. That is really awesome. I'd like. I want to. I want the report. I want you to read it and then explain it to me. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't want to read that stupid kid's writing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody got anything else? I'm done. I need to shower and shit. Anybody got a song they might want to go out to? Should we just go out to a new breed promo? (laughs) Well, we could just go to the Bear of the Maiden Fair again. Again? Yeah. Is there not another Game of Thrones song? I don't think so. Made by like... (laughs) I mean, I've got it punched up here. Go ahead. Fuck it. Thanks for listening, you queers. We'll be back next week with more tales of merriment and mirth. Obrigado.